DD214 Gaming Podcast is for mature audiences only. Any videos, music, or entertainment not originating from DD214 Gaming is used and covered under Section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976, also known as Fair Use. Opinions expressed are our own and do not represent any DOD or U.S. government entities as a whole. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. You are no longer alone now because we have you. We ain't got no green room. <laughs> Trying to they official, but they ain't that in. official. We don't have a green screen. We're not. Even, we're not there yet. One day. One day. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing today? Mayday with. Well, I woke boys. up again. We made it. We so made that it. sucked. I didn't think I was gonna make it on time. <laughs> yeah, people, people, people ask me fucking how I'm doing. Like you know, like the gro- the, the corner grocery store. I'm always just like, well. I'm Yeah, so, um, fa- what'd you just call me? Oh, because I didn't hear the Y at the end. All right. No, no, no. We, no, no, we don't do that here. We swallow the homies good night in this house. I'm gonna have to. Uh, I'm gonna have to update that those release forms. <laughs> oh my god! You gotta scroll like eight for eight years, and then you get. I agree, but then you forget the one part that says that we own that we own your souls for the next ninety to one hundred twenty minutes. I mean, it's it's all up to this guy up in the corner because you know he you know. I'm just the other guy that's here to balance it out, so. So I'm the guy, I'm the guy...
And what? Hey, and while we're at it, introduce yourselves. Who who do we have here today? Yep, yep, yep. Don't traumatize me, please. Um, but everybody else sucked. And we were like, what if we took video game lore and made it a comedy and made it something actually worth listening to? Soundbite. That's my political career right there. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, Brandon, if you, if you have political aspirations, I just want to assure you in today's day and age, it really doesn't matter what the fuck you say on this podcast. I can assure you, you can still hold public office. Okay, <laughs> the bar, the bar, the bar is so astronomically fucking low to hold public office nowadays. Okay, like you can literally just say whatever, and somebody somewhere will probably still fucking vote for you. Just, just, just throwing it out there. No, we always joke on a, on our podcast how I I can't have a political career because I don't have a political party anymore. Like, we actually ended up taking a, uh, we didn't do it live, but we ended up taking a personality tests that tell you which political party you're in. And I sent my results to Ken Dog because it was like 50% on every political party, even ones I've never heard of before. Apparently, like, I'm just split across the board. So you're it's like, like nobody wants me. <laughs> you're like, you're like the definition of like, of, of a centrist, basically. Pretty much, man, when you break it down, because like, I don't, there's know, only, that, like, I don't know that's a bad thing in, in today's modern modern world i don't know if that's a bad thing it is because i have no friends <laughs> why, 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 stop right there whoa stop i want to pump the brakes on that shit real quick why, why don't you have friends because of your political views oh yeah man well you i mean even in today's era you have to admit that like most people on face most people in life i shouldn't say on like facebook and blame social media but most people in life nowadays something's changed where it's no longer like your political parties and your political leanings are your own 
I feel like most days people really subscribe to like their political party as part of their personality. That's just me. This is what I think. How on, don't how on, don't jump how in on, and agree on, with me all at once. <laughs> how uncrucified! I just I just got, I just I just have to say how unfortunate for those for those poor souls. And if and if, if those are the only types of people that you've been surrounded with, I encourage you to uh, seek shelter elsewhere. Like I love you, I love you, I love you, Wayne. The only the only religion and government I go with are the Jedi. No, the Jedi? No, you pick the, the fucking Jedi? Of course. You pick the, the fucking Jedi? The great that, Jedi. Who wants to be Sith? They're always dying. What do you mean? That's because there's only two of them. See, that's where I think the fucking Sith went off the fucking rails. Like, it, it should have never been just two of them. They sh it should have been an ideal, and it should have been yeah. a lot more than just fucking well, two. The, po the they, power of two is the rule. That's the rule. Yeah, I, like, I'm not going uh, to stop, stop. Okay, <laughs> Hard fucking stop on that. We're not fucking talking about goddamn Star Wars. It's know. lore. Like, it's lore. Okay, the we'll, wrong people into not nerd out. We'll talk, we're we'll gonna talk, have nerdgasms okay. all over let's, your podcast. Let's go. Let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back a little bit before the lore part, like because I know that, like, I know who we have here, and that's my problem. Is like Morning we have like Jason gases. We have two people. Deshaun, I love you, bro. Joe Squilini. I, I see you, homie. Oh look, we got a little Squilini sandwich. A little squealini. I still got that dish named after you, motherfucker. Your last name sounds. Your last name sounds like a pasta dish. I fucking made one and named it after you, homie. Joe Squealini. Good to see you, brother. See you. Yeah, this man chefing it up. You romancing the, the, the old lady with the, the the Italian? You got a little rye in your hair that be cooking? Yo. Oh, you don't. Even, you know nothing about my hair, bro. Like I had the most beautiful fucking hair in the U.S. Uh, Army. No, 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 you I had the mistake, bro. I was the oh, best. Fucked up. I had the fucking best hair in the U.S. Army infantry from 2017, 18, 19, 20. Handshaking 21 when I ETSed. Five years running, U.S. Army infantry. Hairstyle champion. I look better Hairstyle. than you, and I'm better. Than you. <laughs> yeah. Bro, this you're is at Globo Gym. Globo <laughs> Gym. That's right. That's right, baby. That's what I'm talking about. So what's the story? Okay, John. John, dude, how are you doing, man? We haven't even heard from you yet. Oh, like, uh, hey, listen, man. I'm just here. Listen, I had, you know, I'm over here just, you know, making sure all the buttons are good, making sure nothing's catching on fire because the last, you know, since we had a, a recent staff change, it's been. I think I got the. I was actually fucking prepared today, very prepared. Were you really? Were you I, really? I, I had I had my shit on the notepad. I had the buttons up. I have the music going. Ain't nothing yeah, freezing, but I'm not taking no risks today, so I'm not. Went to bed. Up. Went to bed early last night at two thirty mm. in the morning. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I listen. Yeah. I got my wife into the GTA RP, so we went to sleep pretty late last night. Dude, okay? you got a whole you got a whole five hours of sleep, bro. That is fucking money. Money. Listen, I'd be, I'd, I'd be happy if I got five minutes, all right? Listen, it, it's, it, <laughs> Steve Harvey said there's 24 hours in a day. Why sleep through it? So That's what I'm saying, dude. That's what I'm saying, man. I'll fucking sleep when I'm goddamn dead, dude. Yeah. Like, so I remember fucking, I remember sleeping in some of the fucking holes we dug, dude. Like, whatever. I'm not going to get into all that right now. Me and fucking, me and Brandon can talk about that here in a little bit if we want to. I, but will, like, say, I will say that <laughs> we'll get you're talking about digging holes. I was at, I was talking to uh, one of our members, uh, Sean Howard, the other day, and we were talking uh -huh. about um, we'll be blankets and getting naked in the field and having to cuddle each other just to get warm and shit. Yeah. Uh -huh. 
you know, he, you know, some, you know, special forces. I am actually, stuff, uh, I fucking know, but yeah. I am actually the owner of an extremely, extremely unpopular opinion in the army. Uh, and I, and it actually transcended my, when, when I obviously, I, you know, I started as a mechanic and then later in my career, I changed over to the infantry and I held this opinion as a mechanic and I thought it might change. I thought it might change when I went over to the infantry, obviously, because the, the training is a lot different and you're exposed to the elements a lot more, you know, obviously. Uh, not a fan of the Wooby. I think the Wooby is good for fucking one thing and one thing only. I think it's good for fucking uh, covering. It's a real opinion. It's a real ass opinion. I swear to God, I, I can back this up too. I think the Wooby is worthless outside for anything fucking below 50 degrees. Okay, and I think it's only good for fucking like putting it inside your fucking stuff sack with you in ex on extremely cold nights. I've had that will be saved my ass on extremely cold nights at Fort Carson, Colorado, where I woke up literally with a fucking small layer of snow over over my fucking bag. Okay, that will be that will be saved me in the stuff sack. I had it in the stuff sack wrapped around me in my fucking in my in my sleep system. Right. Okay, but outside just kind of like covering up like a fucking poncho or whatever that fucking thing is worthless if, if the temperature is less than 50 degrees hmm. fucking you know uh, unpopular opinion you unpopular know, you know jay i'd be upset too if, if the kansas city royals were six to last too and the yankees were number one in the in overall so uh -huh. I, i'd be upset too yeah i saw uh, i saw so the yankees are in town right now and uh, or they were a couple days ago we had, and, a, we had and what was the term that that you said happened that i want you to tell say oh, what, well, exactly oh. what you said to me what happened to, to the kansas <laughs> city royals I'm, I'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to scroll because like give me a second it's because yeah it's, it was funny but it, it's one of many terms i use when fucking baseball or football teams get shellacked i just i feel bad for you because you you know you work at the stadium and you've probably never seen them one I've seen, one, I've seen one, I saw, I saw them win. I've seen them win one time this year out of the game, out of all the, the games I've either attended or been doing security for. I've, Maybe uh, it's you. It's God damn it, John. Um, I, I, what I, did I, I say? I say shit like butt fuck with a cat. They got butt fucked with a cactus. They got, can you give me like the term, like a oh, term yeah. that you're, the, the, the term that you said is that they got their shit pushed in. Oh, they got their shit pushed in. Yeah, they got their shit pushed in. It was fucking twelve to two. It was twelve to two, and the game. It was twelve to two, and the game got the game got called on the ninth because of because of rain. So because the, because they went past the fucking fifth inning, the game the game became official. It was twelve to two in the ninth. Like the game was fuck. Like they got their shit pushed in like hard. Yeah. Like hard, yeah. hard. Like so. But yeah. game over. Yankees win. The Yankees win. You done? Yeah, we're like 16 and 5. We're killing it right now. So, so now um, let's kind of get into this because I, I'm so curious. I've been I've been seething at the bit waiting to ask these questions. Chopping, chopping. The uh, the correct uh, phrase is chopping at the bit, my friend. I love what? you, but chopping yeah. at the bit. Listen, you you know me. It is a you know me. It's actually champing at the bit. I do. I know. I know you well champing. enough. To, I I know you well enough to know you don't know your freaking phrases. Yes. Or my hey, words. Neither do I. Neither do I. I love thing. you. I love you, John. Oh, dude, I, lo I love you too. I love you too, man. What's, what are you, what are you chopping at the bit for? Let's okay, so we got to start from the beginning. How did you know? How did you guys meet? What brought the idea? How, you know, <laughs> what, what, because I have to say, it's very. I, you know, I, I go around and I listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to a lot of bad ones. I listen to a lot of good ones. 
but I haven't found one that's about lore. So what what brought you what brought you to this world? Ken Dog, I take the lead all the time and talk over yeah. you. I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you pitch it because I wanna know what you how you remember us first meeting. <laughs> oh, this is I wish I would have pulled up the map on Halo. All right, so we gotta go back to Halo 3. It's Valhalla. Uh yes. God. <laughs> so originally how me and this man met is pure coincidence. Like any Halo 3 lobby. So it's a it's a five-on-five slayer. Immediately three people from our team drop. Match hasn't even started loading, and there are no replacements coming in. So I, I don't. It was like coincidence. The same time all three job drop, I go fuck, and I hear another voice on the on the mic say the exact same thing. And I'm like, all right, who, who the, like who the hell is this guy? So I think at the time you wasn't Crimson. You were you had a different name. No, it was it was uh, Crimson Down at the time. It was Crimson Down. Yeah, uh, Crimson Down at the time. That was my OG name. Because I, I took, uh, your OG, I took uh, like what, like internet name, Crimson Down. Yeah, because uh, and it was based what, on what is, what Watership is, Down. What is what is Crimson? Oh, oh, like Watership Down. So yeah, because Watership Down is the most depressing story you could ever read. And I was like, I like that, I the, but I don't want to hit it I, on the head. I have the book on my shelf, like right now. I mean, I Dog. can, I can go oh, pick it up. Just like bring I'll it cry if you read it. Like, <laughs> so I got a, I got a question though. Is is Crimson Crimson? So you're you're going off the Watership Down reference. Is Crimson mm-hmm. Down? Is that like so? Like you had your period. And yeah, man. Well, you gotta remember, I was like, what, thirteen? <laughs> like, so like, you were having, yeah. So you were having. <laughs> it hasn't ended, just so you know, it has not ended. No, no, I've permanently been riding that PMS. <laughs> <My whole life. laughs> um, but yeah, no. So I've changed it. Now I'm I'm Fox of Crimson. I've, I've... Wait, what? What? Fox of Crimson. If you see Fox of Crimson anywhere online, it's me. No matter how Fox faint and, it Fox is. Fox of Crimson. Yep. So now you so you went from having your period to being a furry. Yeah, a furry with a period. <laughs> yeah, specifically. I want everybody to know that I, I'm, not, I'm not gonna go into it. <laughs> it was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. Oh man, but can, I said I was gonna let yeah. you handle it. Yeah, no, here no, I am he, cutting you off like you should. <laughs> well, no, because that's gonna make me feel worse. All right, so there's this dog named Crimson Dawn, right? And my gamer tag to this day has always been Lulu sucks. So there's no like special book. There's nothing special about it. I was like, all the best players have dumb fucking names. So what's the dumbest name I can think of? So me and this man go fuck. And then a 13 year old PMSing Brandon is like, hey man, we're gonna lose this game. But let's let's put up a fight. Yo, and I, I shit you not, like from the books, me and this man have never played together, but we ran the match like a two man Spartan three headhunter team. So, I don't know in Halo 2 if y'all remember that Covenant map with the two bases, and then the cave was like no man's land? Yes. Nope. Alright. Nope. Alright, well, either way, imagine a, an alien base on in the Himalayas, there's two bases, and there's a, a cave under that interconnects the bases. So, me and this man start on the left-hand side. He's rocking a battle rifle, and I'm rocking the alien carbine, because I used to have a hard-on for Arbiter. So... I just want to let you know I, I also jerk off to fucking weapons. Like, <laughs> yes. He's doing it now. He saw the new I, army's new rifle and then he, he just can't stop. I only seen, I've only seen his right hand the whole time so I'm like something's up here. <laughs> left handed bro. I'm left handed bro. Oh you're disabled too. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> 
Count me in. I'm uh, left-handed too. Yo, Jersey left-handed is meant to be. It's meant to I'm be. I'm telling you, man. This was meant to happen. Yo, but no shit. So me and this man across the map, we're actually taking him down. Like we're he using guerrilla tactics, hit and run. We'll like pop two people, go through the base, cut under, and go to the other side. We're like keeping them running. And we were playing competitive. I think this is probably the most competitive me and this man have ever played in our lives. Well, immediately so when, after we tried, we we tried out for MLG back when that was like yeah, one thing. thing. <laughs> Yo, but no shit. We gave them so much hell that they ran into the cave. They would only play us in the cave because, of course, there's the kill point where if you come out, all guns blazing. But yeah, we put up a fight, and I believe the match ended twenty five to thirty. It's close. So, yeah, we we close. almost we were we actually pulled the lead. I think at least twice, and we mm-hmm. almost won the match. And then that's after it. that, the rest is history. That's special. Yeah, and, and that's how you guys kind of basically met, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, that was the first interaction we ever had. We didn't when, meet in person until a couple of years ago. I mean, we knew what each other looked like. We talked. I, pa- I apologize, I missed this part. How how long ago was that? Oh, beginning of Halo. Two thousand nine. Two thousand eight. Two thousand nine. And then you jo- and then you joined the army. Yeah, I joined the army in 2010. So you so you so you you had met Ken Dog and then and then mm-hmm. and then recently after that or somewhat recently in history after that, you joined the army. Yep. So what was okay? So like, tell me like t- take us a little bit like I want to hear. So what was it like for you two being friends while you did your like journey through the army? Like I really want to hear that, Brandon. I really want to hear that. Like we, I kind of disappeared off the map for what a year, two years. So to to kind of like wrap up where we were at. So legit, we were like playing Halo, Halo three, like we normally would. Like we would literally hop off daily to go meet our girlfriends, do whatever we were gonna do, and then come back and play games. We'd be like, oh, it's a thirty minute thing. It's an hour thing. I'll be right back. <laughs> and. This is probably the first serious conversation I think as a group we have with Brandon because ever since that game, Brandon would, was like playing Halo with my brother, my cousins, mm-hmm. we made friends, like mutual friends. Like this man played Halo with almost my whole family. And Brandon, he came to the chat. He's like, y'all, I'm not really doing nothing with my life. I don't know what to do. And I think I'm gonna join the army. Well, just like every Dave Chappelle sketch, I, if y'all remember the chip sketch, where Chip's about to race the cop, and yeah. he's like, I know I should tell him not to do it. And he looks at me, he's like, well, man, shit, if you gotta race the cop, you gotta race the fucking cop. <laughs> That's legit. I'm like, dog, if you gotta join the army, join the fucking army. Do you, dog. Right. Absolutely. Just a quick four-year thing. In, a quick in and out. In and out. 20 minute adventure. Oh boy, oh boy, here I go kill him again. Yeah, like, I, I gotta say, that it, it, it's so interesting because like, there's people that I still play with now that I've known since even before I was in the army. I, I play with these Scottish dudes that I've been playing with since 2007, 2008. Goddamn. You know? It's very interesting how gaming friendships tend to be the strongest ones. Because, I mean, the, the, the long distance friendships, like, I'm in New Jersey, Jay's in Kansas City. We, we honestly don't even speak that much, but we're, you know, we're best of fucking friends. And what brought us together? Video games. You know, that's, right. that's the only that's reason exactly why, you know, right. why we're here today. So it's, it's so cool to, to hear. And then look at where you guys are now. <laughs> Started a fucking <laughs> yeah. company with this guy. <laughs> that's a story in itself. <laughs> Yo. I want to yeah. hear about, 
I want to hear about that. Like, what, what was the what was the what was the genesis? What was the genesis of like we 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 we've told we've told our story on this podcast a few times of how this podcast kind of like originated. What was the genesis of you two kind of playing video games together, but then kind of transitioning to oh, we're both really really into like the backstories and shit, and then transitioning from that into well, let's do a fucking podcast about it. Like like tell tell us a little bit about that. So, so I was I was infantry for eight years and then I switched over to recruiting. And for that three years of recruiting, um, every we used to have like because we believed in setting people up, like we were realistic recruiters. Like we didn't sell people like on on bullshit. It wasn't like oh yeah man you're gonna go like it was like that fa- you know those Family Guy commercials for the army where they're like they're on yachts with chicks and like throwing right. money everywhere. Like right. that's how like most recruiters are, and that's why recruiters get a bad rap. But me right. and uh, the coworker, we were like, yeah, let's just give it to him straight. Like, let's be those recruiters that other people tell to go see because they're going to be like, nah, man, that job sucks. You don't want to do that. <laughs> like, you don't want to be a shower and laundry specialist. Like, ever, right. you know? Right. Um, so we used to have PT with all these soldiers, these future soldiers, to get them ready for it. And we used to do, like... I'm not going to say we broke the rules um, and gave them real PT to get them ready for basic. Um, but I will say it was pretty hardcore. The other recruiter handled that because he was a master fitness trainer. So he, obviously that's his lane. I wasn't going to, I'm not going to pretend to be on the level of that. But then at the end of it, I did the mental training and then I'd always end it with like some sort of critical thinking exercise or like some sort of speech. Tell and, me about um, the, uh... I, I want to hear about like I want to hear both. I want to hear uh, what critical exercise thinking so, or critical would, thinking exercises you you used and uh, which uh, speeches uh, you so, gave. Because a lot well, of the speeches I, 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 I ripped some, off I did of um, similar when I was an instructor at BLC. So yeah, you have to. So I, I want to hear what you used. I'm, I'm so curious. curious for critical thinking. We always did whatever the current event was, uh, whatever was going on. And then I would try to make them realize and play devil's advocate for something. So I would take the guy who is obviously so far to the right and I would make him argue on the opposing side of what his fervent belief is. And my, my logic was, even though the army would frown on that, uh, my fervent belief was in the army, you're going to meet a million different types of people from a million different ways of life. You need to start getting ready for that kind of alternative thinking and not be opposed to it. You need to be at least understand it. Um, so I would always make them argue with themselves about different shit. But like, man, it could have been anything. Like we did everything from critical thinking on how like Biden got elected to like anything and everything under the sun. It really just depended. Um, for speeches, for speeches, I did a lot of bases off JFK and a lot of speeches off of uh, Reagan. And then I kind of tweaked them and modernized them a bit and, you know, changed up a little bit of things basically in order to keep them motivated and ready to go because you gotta think they just had a their shit kicked in they've never worked out in their life which you know uh, which uh which which reagan speeches did you use oh man i'd have to i'd have to pull it up which one because i don't know the name of any of his well which Um, uh, i'm sorry like uh what were the kinds of things he was saying like uh just out of curiosity so basically the big things with him because you remember he was always into uh he was very pro-military to the point, like, he gave a speech about how the, America doesn't, I'm going to I'm gonna butcher it, but one of his most famous ones was how America doesn't specialize in war, they specialize in peace, and in order to stay peaceful, they need to have a big military. He was the epitome of uh, speak softly but carry a big stick. 
And uh, I kind of wanted to breed that at the same time because I didn't want them jacked up on adrenaline going and picking fights with like the Air Force recruits next door. (laughs) (laughs) Like, so, you know, like, hey, man, yeah, um, it was very much all of his shit because he was the embodiment. Like, if you meet an infantryman in the Army and infantryman in the Marines, they're two different types. And I say that because the Army tends to walk with more of a... uh, that speak softly. Like, I don't need to sit here and jack myself off to tell you what I've done and what I've seen where the other side of the house is very more, um, rambunctious <laughs> with, with their actions. Um, but I always kind of did that to keep that professional level in them, especially cause you know, some of them were coming from hard locks, hard walks of life. Like I almost got shot at when I recruited one kid cause his dad, I found out after he was gone, found out that the house I tried to walk into when I was already working with him, there was an active meth lab inside of it. So his dad, who was the guy selling the meth, just saw this random dude in a military uniform roll up in a government vehicle and then just start walking into his house. (laughs) I almost got got that day, but um, I always try to keep that professionalism with him. Um, so Reagan and JFK were the two that I always did. Cause when I think of presidents, um, disagree or agree with their politics, whatever, you can't disagree that they were at least professionals and what they did. At, at, so Absolutely. I would always go with that. But yeah. So, um, it started with that and then they were like, you need to have a podcast. <laughs> you need to do this for a living. And I was like, there's no way. Cause people will catch on. I'm just ripping off JFK and Reagan. <laughs> so here's a question. Cause you did mention in the show that you used to skip work to play video games with Ken. <laughs> How many times did you do that? And we're talking... In the Army. Yeah, we're talking... In the Army, Wayner. Time. Yeah. In, in the in infantry the Army, at that. <laughs> in the infantry at that. This was before I was a recruiter. Uh, this is like, what, private? Private first class, Wayner? So oh, I was still shit. fucking around and finding out. If that gives you an idea, at this point in time, I also caught my company on fire. Oh, like, the shit. entire command hallway burnt down. Um, I flooded the basement. It was wild. We'll get into that story another time. But um, I was the shithead private that you didn't want. <laughs> like, I was that guy. Um, I was the kind of guy where I would walk into anything and I would fuck it up. To be honest, like I don't want to come in and be like, "Oh yeah, the military was easy. I had a great time." Like, no, I fucked everything up. That I, have, I have got I, okay. I gotta I gotta pause real quick on this. <laughs> you are you are extremely you are an extremely lucid and intelligent individual. How in the fuck were you the fuck up, private? Um, I think culture shock was most of it. Um, bearing in mind, man, I come from Nowheresville, Missouri, and I got stationed in Washington D.C. And, um, I didn't, my dad was great. I had a great father. I loved him to death. Um, but he wasn't around much. He was very sacrificial. He believed in working hard. So that way I wouldn't ever want anything, which meant because he was working hard, he was a truck driver, a long road truck driver. So his typical trick trips were from Iowa to California. So, um, I barely saw the man. So I didn't have those hard teachings growing up that a father would usually instill. So I kind of rebelled a lot. To the point where, like, I actually had chapter paperwork at one point in my career, um, like, Jesus. put on me. Yeah, man, like, that bad of a fuck-up. Um, how, how, old, how old were you when you joined the Army? Uh, I joined right after high school, so 18. 18 fresh. Okay, okay. Um, okay. But uh, I, fortunately enough, uh, one squad leader was like, hey, yo, this guy's a fuck-up, but I understand him. And he literally requested me to go to, like, the prestige squad in the company. For those of the people who are from there, it's the color squad. 
Um, and he was like, yo, I'm taking him and I'm, I'm going to fix him. And uh, <laughs> like what he said, he sat me down while I went over there. He's like, I'm going to fix you. Deal with it. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, sure. Whatever, hobo. And then um, I've, I've been I've been I've been the guy on the other side of that. So I know, <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. But man, he did. He 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 really did. He he was the one who managed to make me take those teachings that I would later preach and actually live them. Um, and actually, that paperwork um, it was never actually filed with JAG. I came to find out, like the platoon sergeant basically had it ready to go for like the next time I fucked up, just to get rid of me. And then, um, yeah, no, we do. That. Yeah, we definitely do that. Mm, oh yeah, I found that out when I became a squad leader. <laughs> like that's your bread and butter. <laughs> Oh, um, but it's, 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 it's not bread and butter, man. It's it's uh, you know the the chain is only is only as strong as the weakest link. Facts, and in, dude. In in the in the mm-hmm. in the infantry, we can't really afford too many oh, weak no. links. We can I, afford I, we can we can afford a weak link here and there. We can't afford too many. You know what I mean? That's that's I, that's I the that's the shittiest like mm-hmm. the infantry. Like one of the biggest differences that I noticed in the infantry versus when I was uh. Previously, when I previously had been a mechanic, was in the infantry. Like you could actually get fired from your job. Yep. Like nowhere, nowhere else, pretty much in the army, do you really get fired per se. In the infantry, it can happen like tomorrow. It can happen every a, fucking you get day. Into a fucking paper pusher. Oh, um, you, you can. You, you can. You can, happens? you can lose. You you won't get kicked out of the army, but you're gonna lose your fucking position. You're gonna lose your fucking job. Like, um, and, and that's like that, in the infantry. That's devastating. Once you get like. Once you make fucking like hard stripe sergeant, that is a devastating like thing in the Because you have to wear that. Job. You have to wear that you weren't good enough to keep that job. And people yeah. know. People talk. You know, the infantry's small. Infantry's way small. Yeah, the army's so, small. The infantry's even smaller. It's like infantry the the infantry has the most people in the United States Army by MOS, but when you break it down by when you break it down by uh by post and where the infantry is stationed the infantry becomes a lot fucking smaller like yep. and it's and like and everybody knows fucking everybody knows fucking everybody mm-hmm. and, and like, they will talk the first thing you do when you find out you have a new platoon sergeant coming in you find out their name is you ask somebody who you knew worked with them in a previous post that is the first thing the infantry does so that way they know what to get ready for and what his like stickler is i've done it i've done it yep I've, I've i've had more than a few of those conversations at fort carson like before before i became an instructor like while i was on the line I've had more than a few of those conversations. Like, but, um, dog. So I thought the infantry was good about it. Recruiting. You can get fired so fast. No, like it is mind blowing. Like, yeah, I, and the I infantry can get it. fired, but what, I don't even recruiting? know how you did it, dude. It was easy for me. Um, I think it's just because I had a terrible recruiter. Like my recruiter was garbage. Um, he, he basically he was that 1980s car salesman recruiter. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, he promised me everything under the sun, which I think is another part of why I was a shithead as a private. Did you get a bonus? Um, yeah, $1,000. <laughs> it's not a bonus. <laughs> but I have to because it is titled as a bonus, so I don't want the Army to come back and be like, according to his records, Sergeant Wayne is a lying piece of shit. I need to go on record and state that, like, I only received a bonus one time. The entire time I was in the army, up to and including like joining. Oh, like what was it? it, I got a bonus. The very the very last time I fucking reenlisted, it was I reenlisted in Afghanistan in 
on on my last deployment in 2018, I did get I did in fact get a small bonus for that reenlistment. That was the first and only only bonus I ever got for either enlisting or reenlisting in the army ever. Like, and that was in 2018 after I joined 2010, uh, same year as uh, same year as Brandon. So that's so that's weird so that we went in. What what uh, what month did you have your basic training? Like, what was your start date? I went to I w- my my I was at Fort Leonard Wood on January nineteenth, two thousand ten. Shit! So right I before gradu- me then. Yeah, I graduated. I graduated basic on I think April Fool's Day. I went over. Wow. I, it explains I did, everything. Say I no did, more. Uh, <laughs> I did. I, I did. I did AIT. I did AIT. Um, at also at Fort Leonard Wood, and then when I when I was finishing AIT and everybody was getting their orders and all excited to see where they were gonna see where they're gonna go in the army and like change the world. I'm gonna be a fucking badass. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking turn some fucking wrenches, bitch. <laughs> right? Like, I got Fort Leonard Wood. So I stayed, I stayed at Clinwood. And I see the cringe, but like, believe it or not, believe it or not, I shit you not. Fort Leonardwood, like, Fort Leonardwood probably like, probably like saved my career, but like gave my career like a shot in the arm. Believe it or not. Like, I shit you not because huh. be, be, being active duty at a, at a training base when there was only one, but there was only one brigade. There was only one brigade of force com at Fort Leonardwood at the time. So I was basically like in a bubble, the size of a, of a brigade. And 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 for those for those of you that aren't familiar with like army, armyisms or whatever, um, yeah. So <laughs> I've imagine, so much. Jay, they have a word for that. It's called jargon. <laughs> so like, okay, let, let's 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 use Fort Carson for an example. So I my my last my last duty station was Fort Carson before I got out. Fort Carson is home of the Fourth Infantry Division. Okay. Within the 4th Infantry Division are multiple infantry brigades. After the infantry brigades, you have multiple separate brigades and battalions that specialize in different things. So you have like a combat air uh, battalion. Okay. You have the 10th Special Forces Group also on Fort Carson. Okay. You've got uh, engineers. You've got, you know, different things. So like... The entire post revolves around the 4th Infantry Division, but at the brigade level, you're already in a circle like this big in the big picture, okay? Everything outside of our circle at Fort Leonard Wood after I got out of AIT was all training. So we were in this tiny circle. So it was very, very easy to be a big fish in a small pond, even as a mechanic, even as a mechanic. Believe it or not, even as as a fucking... Just support soldier, pogue, whatever the fuck you want to say. I don't like the word pogue, but you know what? Pogue is a pogue is a pogue, right? Like, so I'm at the home, I'm at the home, Fort Leonard Wood is the home of the engineers. I get attached to engineers, okay? And that kind of kickstarted my career at Fort Leonard Wood, okay? And then later on, as I transitioned and deployed and came home and reclassed and became infantry, you know, but yeah. I, Brandon, I, I got it. I, I, we're leaving we're leaving something very big out and the and that's how you and me met you know so like in the middle of all this in the middle of you and ken dog and being a shithead private and uh <laughs> hanging out with ken dog when you probably should have been doing something fucking else you know like for for for, for, for your sergeants like you went to 
you know, how, how did we, how did we meet? I want to hear your take on how we met you and me. I think, right. I, I think we first met, it was definitely ALC in what? 2018. There's a 20, 2017 and okay. Yeah. Cause 2018 January is when I went to Alabama. Um, but yeah, I think we met, I can't remember his name anymore and maybe you will, but the guy who is super into wrestling and he was teaching me about the head, the face and the heel. He got kicked out later because he failed land. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I don't man. remember. I don't remember any. I don't remember anybody from that school that got kicked out. That's oh the, man, yeah. But yeah, first night when we were all drinking on the uh, on the, I don't know what you'd call that smoking deck. Not like I don't know what you'd call that little shithole, but uh, <laughs> I think that's where everybody was first drinking. But you and I didn't interact at all, and then I don't remember our first interaction actually. I don't remember our like, first interaction. I remember, I remember that you and me and and Craig and Berenger clicked up. Craig. Basically, over, yeah. over, over. We were there for forty five days straight. So like it was yeah. like we, we were locked down like together at a at a at an army NCO school, you know, for forty five days straight. But the, the 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 funny part is is like you can tell like who who knows that like. This is just like a fucking a uh, uh, a box that that's gonna get checked for the fuck for your career, yep. And take and t- and take it about as seriously as a box that gets checked. And the people that were like way too fucking like, oorah, fucking hua hua, fucking high speed, like wanting to fucking like whatever, you just lead the way for some fucking. I drink, bro. I drink a six pack of Yingling every fucking night for forty five days straight, and that was the start. That was the start. Brandon, Brandon can tell you stories about nights that it we drank so a lot much more. Worse. We drank a lot more than a fucking six pack. I drank a six pack every fucking night. I, I treated that like a forty-five day vacation to beautiful Fort Benning, Georgia. Okay, like because that's what it fucking was. Like that's what ALC was. All right, I'm gonna have. I'm... <laughs> where the fuck? Is the, where the fuck is the Reveille? Réveille-toi. Ici c'est les cités de France, Narvalo. I had the Reveille. The Reveille's not here. I I, I don't want to hear about fucking Fort Benning. I'm done. But um, I agree with you because I walked into I walked into it thinking like this was gonna be the hardest thing I've ever done in my career. And then on day one, I'm not gonna. I actually I will say I'm gonna say a version of his last name because I need it for the story. But uh, we were in our class and we were just hanging out, doing our work, whatever. I think machine gun theory or some shit was brought up, so he was like doing like a brief on it. Like the whole first day is basically oh, spent way, on teaching what way, not to do. Especially, especially, especially for all of you, all of you, all of you, uh, all of those of you out there that don't understand necessarily military termolo- terminology, there is a class, and we do teach machine gun theory. Okay, we do teach ma- machine gun theory in the fucking infantry. That's the best a no way I would class. describe it. Is it teaches you how to throw the bullets instead of shooting them? Is the best way I can explain. It. That's correct. That's correct. That's how you shoot. That's how you. That, that's exactly. That's how you shoot. It's that's how you shoot into what we call dead space. So yep. dead space. Dead space is something we is something is a term that we use to describe something that you can't see. And if you are if you are in certain types of positions or especially elevated positions, you can use the curvature of the fucking bullet at certain distances. Okay to throw your bullets as they curve and fucking start dropping with gravity. And you can make splashes where it is likely that troops will be. This is called machine gun theory. 
And so for all of you fucking assholes that think infantry guys are just dumb motherfuckers, guess what? A lot of us are really, really fucking smart, and we use fucking things like gravity and the curvature of the fucking Earth, okay, and the Coriolis effect to find better ways to kill fucking you. So if you ever meet a guy out on the fucking streets and he says he was fucking infantry, walk the fuck away. Walk the the, fuck uh... away. Just leave the fuck alone. I was that inside, guy, uh... that guy, I guarantee you that the infantry guy on the fucking street already has his own friends, already fucking knows where he's going. Fucking leave him the fuck alone. I promise you, just leave him the fuck alone. That's like, the funniest part. Because my wife will ask me if I want to go hang out with people. And I'd be like, I already have enough friends. <laughs> like, I have three. That's way more than I need. <laughs> like, I'm thinking of making some cuts, actually. <laughs> you know, like, uh, but uh, I realized that ALC, I, it might have changed since. Because I'm sure somebody is going to be all like, ALC is difficult. And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but um, I realized it wasn't that difficult when um the other instructor walked in. Because he cut his class out early. And... Uh, it was hollow it was just after Halloween. And the dude was like, Yo, dog, I fucked up last night talking to the other instructor while we're mathing shit. And he's like, Why what happened? He's like, So you know how Debbie has been telling me I need to drink less? And he was like, Yeah. He's like, So last night I decided to have just a twelve pack. And I was like, Wait, just <laughs> and um he was like, and then I don't remember a lot, but I remember at one point I was throwing candy at kids in the street, yelling fire for effect. <laughs> and, then, and then this morning on the way here for PT, um, I was kind of still shaking. So my whole thought process was just keep it between the lines, Schmitty. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. <laughs> and, so, and, and so keep it between the lines, Schmitty, has been like my call to action for the rest of my life. <laughs> Like it's you don't need to do great. You just need to get there and keep it between the lines. <laughs> I got it. Okay, so now now we're kind of we're kind of semi caught up. Like I want to hear from Ken Dog. Ken Dog, what yeah, was it like for you that's dealing exactly with this? What I was gonna ask. Like while while <laughs> yeah. this guy while this guy was get while this guy was getting his blue cord, what were you doing? Yeah. It's it's funny, right? And it, it you it John, something you said earlier about playing with like people like Scottish or Scottish Scotland or whatever. Yeah. So Brandon goes off to the military. I go off to college and you know, we become Facebook friends where we're not really talking, but like, hey, there are life events going on, like, oh here's a like, hey man, hope you're doing good. And yeah. surprisingly we we after I graduated is when me and him reconnected. So I think it was about like four years, me and this man did not really talk. Like I, I saw him get married on Facebook. I saw him like doing color guard, flipping flags um, on Facebook, but like no context. I have no idea what he's actually doing. And then I later found out, I was like, oh wow, this is this, there's levels to this, right? And, but it, it, it's funny cause when Brandon came back into my life, I was kind of just exiting my, my squad. Cause I used to play with a bunch of Canadians that my brother got cool with playing fighting games. Mm. So we used to play Mass Effect 3 and we were Team Canada. I was the transplant from America to kind of help the team out. So we would run, we would run Mass Effect, we would run Halo and all that. And the funny thing was me and Brandon lost contact for all those years, but it was another Bungie game that brought us together, which was Destiny. Awesome, that's fucking awesome, dude. That is fucking awesome. Tell me, what, what was it? Okay, so 
I want to I want to kind of infuse infuse the previous question, kind of like where you're going with also like tell me tell me about how you kind of like what is your fascination with like lore and like so as you're as you're getting to know Brandon, Brandon's like disappeared into the into like the army hole, you know you're you're still you're still a badass at video games, obviously. What is it? What is what is it about the what is it about what is it about the the lore of particular particular titles that kind of like makes you turn the corner and be like, okay, fuck playing the game. Like, I want to know what this world is like. Like, tell me about what got you into lore. Like, I want to like as 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 you're going through this fucking weaving around Brandon's bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, so. So this is actually a little bit before branding. So I, I don't know if any any northern transplant could could attest to this. So when we left Jersey, we moved to South Carolina, and the biggest oh, so you from biggest Jersey. Thing, originally, I'm originally from New oh, Jersey. Oh, so oh, so it's the fucking Jersey thing in this motherfucker today. Oh yeah, best fucking believe, man. If my oh. man he's from Union City, so I know he's been to Bergen Line. Oh, like, here we fucking go. Oh, here we fuck. <laughs> I married a, a Jersey girl, just to add to it. She's from Tallahassee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my fucking disappointed. Jersey is in the fucking house God. today. I'm sorry, oh, Jay. I'm, I'm sorry. Miss Wainer. Miss Wainer, I love you. I love you, Mrs. Wainer. I still love you. Still still Jay. I love you. I love you. For once, I have I have now the upper hand in this. <laughs> shit so yeah uh so yeah man so keep on going it's it, it is very interesting <laughs> because so you leave new jersey and so because i'm thinking this too you guys are so you're so you're from missouri right brandon yep, yep. and you're coming from new jersey di- two completely different places you know because like, <laughs> yeah. okay because when, when i think of missouri i mean i you know we, my, me and my family we took the trip to kansas city and last august to cj and Kansas, you know, that whole ride, you know, cornfields, grass, we don't got that shit over here in the East Coast, you know, and Ken can say that the, the East Coast, as Jay says, we build up, not out. So, exactly. so with that, you're, you're definitely living a different walk of life. So what, what, you know, again, so what, what was happening? You're, you're playing these games, you're playing with the Canadians, you go to South Carolina. Right. So the so the biggest thing with this, just lore in general. So this is actually in 04. So this is like years before I even heard Brandon's voice. I wasn't coping well with the fact of there are no sidewalks. I can't go anywhere. There's no public transportation. Like you're stuck in whatever subdivision you live at and somebody has to give you a ride. Because of that, I ended up reading more. So I ended up reading more books about um greek culture Mm. roman military i i was reading books about myth and legends from across the world um i would i I think i would pull out the library the brothers grim fairy tale just to see how the stories were written back in the day hell i pulled out dante's inferno no idea what i was getting into and it just i think i stopped after getting through hell because i didn't want to read about purgatory in heaven i'm like this is what i needed to read um, but yeah, it's so it's a combination of that and I was I'm, I'm, I'll be honest I'm, I think I'm pretty bad at video games But the one video game I always excelled at was Final Fantasy and the game is nothing but lore Which one nothing but lore which one <laughs> he peaked so, so hard 
Yeah, so it's it's funny. I I started playing seven, and oh. I started playing. I would rent it and have my brother play it. So this is like pre-Twitch. I'm like living the Twitch era before it becomes a thing. And eventually, yeah. I I drum up the courage to start playing, and I go from playing Final Fantasy seven to Final Fantasy eight. Like Final Fantasy was really the only thing I would play. I have to agree. Uh, I started with Final Fantasy seven also. You know, obviously after the Sega era. You know what? Mm -hmm. You know, you, you know. Obviously, you know, we all played our Super Nintendos, our Sonic the Hedgehogs, and stuff like that. But after that era, really was like Final Fantasy VII. You know, the previous ones were all in these these previous generation consoles, and here comes Final Fantasy VII with a whole. It was the first open world game I think a lot of people like us had played, and it brought in a whole new a whole new uh, world to you know. Oh, I think he may have gotten a phone call. Oh, no, no, we're good. I'm like, I'm like, my, my homie's like messaging me. I'm like trying to get it to stop. As well as my phone was actually about to die. So I was about to like just disappear hey. from the pod. Hey, that's okay. I got, I, I got, so, I got something in the meantime. We'll, uh, we'll segue real quick. I just want to remind everybody out on our podcast that freaking reading is a better drug than any drug you've ever done. And take it from your freaking old pal fucking Jay Campbell, dude. Okay, we've had two books. <laughs> two books mentioned by our two guests, our two separate guests. I just want to fucking notate that freaking both Watership Down and Dante's Inferno are both on my fucking oh, wow. library here. Wow. <laughs> and so I want to encourage everybody out there. I don't care if you're a fucking adult. I don't care if you're a fucking kid watching this shit that you shouldn't be fucking watching. So turn it the fuck off right now if you're fucking underage. All right. Reading is fucking magic and it's a fucking better drug. I was supposed and it's to better, change, Brandon. And it's I a did. better drug for your brain than fucking anything. If you want to be smart, favorite. fucking read. The more you so, read, the smarter you'll be. So reading's weird to me because when you break it down, it's basically humans staring at a dead tree and hallucinating. Okay. Okay. What's your point? If it fucking it's just weird. Hurt. It's just weird. I'm not saying anything's wrong with it. I'm just saying it's weird. Man, I'm a lore guy. Obviously, I read. It's just weird. And that's why <laughs> it's just so man. interesting because he says Final Fantasy VII. You know, because I didn't play eight or nine. I went from seven to ten, and I oh, think I played eleven and twelve after that. Because I didn't get into it until ten. Ten was what brought me into Final. Ten Fantasy. was great, and that was on the Dude, PlayStation ten is the best. too. 10 is the, the, the 10 is what's at the stage. 10 I really, stage I really need to see Ken Dog again. I really, really need to see Ken Dog. I can't do this without seeing his beautiful face. Like, uh, I just can't do this right now. In, in, in the oh, there he is. Look at that. There he is. There we go. Talk about, mate. John, can, John, can we get, can we get some, 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 some fucking applause or something? We got Ken Dog back, I got bro. You. I'm going to get a heavy one. I'm going to get you a heavy, a heavy one. Let me hear it. Oh, wait get heavy. That's not, what? that's cheers to. Oh wait, wrong cheers. Oh. That's from uh Cheers. No, oh, wrong cheers. one. Oh, also wrong one. I think that's from is that from a fighting game? Yep. That's it. Let me favorite that one. Whoa, whoa, no, that oh, that DMC. oh no, you go back. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so so Final Fantasy VII opens up this whole new fucking world for you. What's it? What's it like for you? 
it's 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 weird, right? Because the, the the weirdest thing is to grow up in the '90s in Jersey, and I play JRPGs and I listen to alternative rock. Everybody's out here is like listening to rap. Everybody's like playing like Madden. So you're definitely uh, a Papa Roach and Corn fan, right? <laughs> I, I I think I'll, I'll be honest. Maybe I got like two, three Papa Roach songs, but they're always associated with um with no no no. <laughs> hear, hear me out though. Hear me out. It's always the ones that were in that Jet Li movie where he oh, fights yeah. himself and Jason Statham has hair. It's all the Papa Roach songs on that and anything that was on Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Oh, I could tell you those songs right now. The, the, that, well, the move that you talk about was uh, The One. The One. The, the One, one yep. which by far is one of the greatest Jet Li movies of all time. I think that... Uh, uh, fuck, for the one that was in... Um, Blood Brothers was in Tony Hawk. Which is probably mm -hmm. the worst Papa Roach song I've ever heard in my life. Which, by the, the way, one. guys, if you if you if you have Apple Music or Spotify, you uh, gotta check out their hey, new John, album. Hey John, can I can I tell you the worst Papa Roach song I've ever fucking heard in my life? The one that you haven't heard before? No, it's pretty much just every time they release a song. Like the last the last one I the last one I heard was I think I need help. I'm like, okay, motherfucker. Oh yeah, they don't do. Oh no, he, he's rapping holy again. Holy shit, he's rapping holy again. Sh holy, holy fucking who cut your balls off? Yeah. Like, go, go get help, dude. So you don't need to fucking make a million. You don't need to make a million dollars off of fucking twelve year olds feeling sorry for themselves, yeah. bro. So, You're like fucking forty. You're like fucking my age. How about you fucking sing about some shit that actually fucking matters now, bro? It's been 20 years. You're not a fucking, like, teenage emo yeah, anymore. It's been 20 years. Like, Listen to their new album. It's different. It's been 20 years. <laughs> what the yeah, fuck are you talking about? Talking about? That, that song, that they song. just came out with the new album a week ago. They just came out with the new... Well, anyway, so, Ken, you're a product... You're, you're a... <laughs> years. So, Ken, you're a product of New Jersey. I got guy dude this dude's been fucking crying his eyes out for fucking 20 years making money off motherfuckers fuck that guy and fuck that band fuck him I think no you're... offense but fuck that guy so so you're a pro so you're a product of alter of alternative rock in new jersey i feel that excuse you... me excuse me i'm gonna pause you real quick i'm not a fan of bitches okay i'm not a fan of bitches lane staley from allison chains okay cried his fucking eyes out but he had the fucking decency to fucking die okay like, oh, all right. Wow. Like, don't give me that fucking bullshit. Fucking, don't give me that fucking bullshit. Papa Roach has been crying for fucking twenty years, exploiting, exploiting, fucking exploiting, fucking like emotionally vulnerable, fucking like teenagers and tweens. Okay, I don't want to fucking hear that shit. This dude's like forty years old, and his fucking like main demographic is still fucking like twelve to fucking fifteen. Fuck that cocksucker, dude. Fuck his band. Papa Roach, you fucking suck a dick. Suck a fucking dick. You fucking suck. You're not fucking rock and roll. And your legacy is fucking crying. Your fucking legacy is crying. You're a bitch. Fuck you, dude. If no you fit. talk. I still love you, homie. Fuck Papa Roach. Fuck that motherfucker, dude. Fuck that bitch. Daddy Get fucking you hard. About Papa Roach, the way I feel about Sarah Palmer. Why is <laughs> My God, Jay, can we get on with this? When I asked for a list body. of things not to bring up, Papa Roach should have been on that list. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> like, Y'all have to add that. To the Hang on, I got a whiteboard for this. Hold up.
<laughs> I think I need help. Well, you should probably fucking seek it because it's been 20 years and you still fucking suck, dude. Like, you're still crying. You like, go. you should probably seek it. Put it right it here. No Papa Roach. No Papa Roach. <laughs> Underline that, it twice. <laughs> Italicize I'm so sorry. Ken, Ken Dog, I'm so sorry. Homie. You're good, man. Oh, you are good. Oh. You're good. And you know what's the thing? And, like, to, to, like, clarify, it wasn't like I wasn't into rap. It was, it was weird growing up because... When I started playing games and I started venturing out, I was playing more of your Tony Hawks. There was this one game on the PlayStation. Very few people are going to remember it. It was called Three Extreme. You you could play as an inline skater, a BMX rider, a skateboarder. Oh, if wow. you like played on the hard difficulty, you can unlock aliens that they had like hover rollerblades. Reminds hover me of BMXs. Um, reminds me of Writers Republic right now, which I've been trying to tell Jay to check out, which is like the senders. Mm-hmm. I think I remember that. You know what I'm talking about, Jay? Descenders. I'm playing Descenders right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so there's I, a, I love that game. So there's a I game, love that game. There's a game like it called Writer's Republic, and you get to choose between, like you said, you get to choose between, um, you know, skateboarding, snowboarding, biking, skydiving, and stuff like that. That's really interesting. I never heard of that game before. It was an early PlayStation game. It was it was an early because... PS1? I, I know you... PS1, this is PS1 era, and I, I think you'll, you'll know the area if you've been in Jersey. So, the the block that me and my family lived on in Jersey City happened to be the same block where, I don't know if y'all remember that really interesting movie called Ghost Dog? Yes, yes. Yeah, Ghost, Ghost Dog? Ghost yeah. Dog with fucking, with, with fucking, with fucking uh, for, uh, Forrest... Uh, Forrest. Yeah, Forrest Whitaker. Whitaker. Yeah. Yeah, I seen that motherfucker. I seen Ghost Dog, dude. I yeah, live in the so Ghost World. Ken Dog, I live in the Ghost World, homie. You think right. I didn't? I live in the Ghost World, homie. Bro, he like, brought it back with that fucking movie. I haven't seen that movie since. Woo, since it came oh, out. That's a bad dude. Anybody who hasn't seen, seen Ghost Dog, you need to fucking check that shit out. Forrest Whitaker is the baddest motherfucker on the planet. All right, Samuel fucking Jackson might fucking have a might lay stake to that claim, but fucking check out your boy Forrest Whitaker. All right, because he ain't no fucking joke. All right, him and his fucking lazy eye, fucking whoop ass on fucking cinema, dude. Every movie, every fucking character, every character that dude plays is fucking like spot on, like priceless. priceless. He's been in some video games. Yeah, so keep, it, keep in mind the movies that he does, it's not always him. He has a twin brother. He does. He does. Wait, so he does? Yeah, he it's has a twin. Yeah. It's so funny you say that, because I don't know go if you guys dog, remember go. this scene. This scene in Ghost Dog, where the two yeah. lobsters are walking by, and there's a Chinese food restaurant. That's my fucking block. Literally around the corner from the apartment that we stayed at That's fucking is the cool. Chinese food restaurant. And across the street is the video store that we would get all our video games from. Well, how, well did you play GTA 4? Surprisingly, the last GTA... I played was for and I think the last one I played was the the ballad of gay Tony yeah. and I was like the first time a Dominican main character I was like I have to play yeah. it. and it's so cool because GTA 4 had remnants of our hometown in it you know which was which was really fun to to be a part of to, to drive through some of the areas in that game and be like oh shit like I I've walked through there I've smoked weed there before I've pissed <laughs> I've pissed on that wall before you know what I mean like <laughs> You know, and it's and it's and it's in a video game, so it, 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 I I feel your excitement, especially for Jersey, because like Jersey is not on the map like that. You know, all we have is Bon Jovi and Bruce Springsteen, and no one gives a fuck about them anymore. So, 
Uh, excuse me, motherfucker. I do. I like fucking Springsteen. Thank you. Like, I own several of his albums. Like, I really, really, like you, you know, you know, I'm a Springsteen fan. Like, you, like, how do boss. you not? It's the boss, baby. He is the boss. Okay, okay, okay. He's not my boss. I... Not my boss. Tell me what. <laughs> so, Kindog, Kindog, I would, I would like to hear what, what was it like making your transition, moving from a place like Jersey, and then what was the culture? What was the culture shock like? It's, it's funny because before <laughs> yeah, we had gentlemen moved... in the back. <laughs> Gentlemen in the back, we gotta talk about Alabama. <laughs> so it, it's funny, man. and the thing about Jersey that I learned growing up is everybody hates each other. It, it's it's weird to say I grew up in an era where there wasn't too much racism. It's just like everybody hated everyone truly for just existing, for just being there, and you know, Jersey's a giant mixing pot. So you know, there's Polish people, Russian people, Indian. So, you know, you're dealing with like Ramadan, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. So you you get so like cultured is the best. You get exposed to all these different cultures. Festivals are lit here. Yes. If um, if you can ever get them in to come for the, um, I think it's tr the, the parade that Trinidad does. Okay. It, that, yeah, that, that parade will blow his mind. But um, man, we get to South Carolina and I know something's up because when we go into Walmart, they're like, oh, hey, how you doing? Welcome to Walmart. I'm like, why are you greeting us? People don't talk to each other unless, <laughs> unless we know each other. Like in the North, it's like you're talking to me because you want something. What do you want? And it's a culture shock of like, oh, people are actually friendly um, yeah. as well as they're also racist. Because it was here that I really, I, you, like you hear about racism, but here I got to experience it. Mm. And, and see it. So it was just, it was a culture shock, especially I'm Dominican and Puerto Rican. So coming here, a lot, a lot of people are like, yo, are you black Mexican? Are you black Colombian? And then I found out the only Spanish people in the world in 2004 were Mexicans or Colombians. Yeah. And I was like, oh man. Dude, I, so interesting. So obviously I'm white, obviously. Right. But Due to where I grew up in, in, in Arizona, I also grew up in a melting pot. And it, that's not to say that, like, racism doesn't exist there. But because of where I grew up, I also I, I didn't really fully experience racism or, like, a racist culture until I joined the Army. And I was 29 years old. And that's no shit. Like, I, I never really... I never... I. It's been a long, long fucking time since I've ever judged anybody by the color of their skin. Let's put it that way, right? Like we're talking, we're going fucking back decades, and like cultural differences of like being a child in the '80s and and being a teenager in the '90s and growing up. And when you grow up in a melting pot, you're you're, you're kind of not allowed to really be racist because like you exist amongst everybody. Yeah, like the rest they, of the pot will kick you out. Yeah. If you if, mm -hmm. if, if you want if you want to be racist in a melting pot. You 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 better pick your friend your friends really really closely and like keep them yeah. very close to the chest because like it doesn't exist. Racism, racism as far as skin tone, like it really doesn't exist. You know, outside out. You know, when you're when you're in the middle of everything, it doesn't exist. Like it's not allowed to exist. The 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 uh, what would you call it? the general population of humanity in that place will expel you. Like you won't be, you just won't be allowed. You know, be a like pariah. It's, it's, you, you be beyond a pariah, beyond a pariah. And when you, 
but I know exactly what I know exactly what Ken is saying because grow, yeah. when you grow up in a melt when you grow up in a melting pot, it's just not a thing. Like it, like you don't really you don't really experience what you what I would call like societal racism. And like I was actually talking to a guy I was working with uh, yesterday um, about about that because when I moved back to Kansas City, also when I was stationed at Fort Leonard Wood here in Missouri was one of the first times I ever experienced like societal racism, like, like like institutional racism, like people, people that were just, that's how they were raised. That's how, that's how they came up. That's how their family did things like whatever the fucking, whatever the, 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 the backdrop, the, the over, you know, the underlying, whatever, that's just how they came up. And, and, and it, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, it's wrong. But how do you, how do you, how do you, when, when people are raised that way, mm-hmm. when there's, you know, the, obviously the, the answer is always education, right? Like just being educated on shit, right? I was 29 years old as a white man before I, before I literally experienced what I would call institutional racism. And it was when I joined the army, right? And I was, I was almost fucking 30 and I, I had read, I had read about it. I knew about it. I was fucking definitely fucking educated on it. Definitely fucking educated on it. And I still never experienced it until I was fucking 30. And I and I'm I'm dying to fucking hear what it was like for you, Ken. Like when you transit when you made that transition, you experienced it for the first time. Like, what what was that like? Because like I, I I'm a white dude, so I got no fucking point of reference for that shit. <laughs> I experienced I experienced institutional racism in the fucking army. For the first time just because of the people I was surrounded with and how they were raised you have color in your skin and so now you're experiencing it for the first time like what's what what the fuck is that like what the fuck is that uh, shit like? it's it's funny right because it, it, it stems from a conversation I think I've had with Brandon I've, I've had with my brother it's a case of like you said number one living in a bubble if you live in this bubble where it's always been normal you're gonna proceed like hey business as usual right and I think the biggest thing for me and I had to come to terms with is the one thing with Jersey is, you know, if anybody comes at you a specific way, even if you're like a, a shy kid, because I'm not going to say I was this hood ass kid that came to South Carolina. I was I was always a very like reserved and, and shy kid. But if, if you came at me and I had to react, then it would come out. Right. Mm. So anytime, you know, I got called a Mexican or, or, or a Blexican originally, I would lash out and I'm like, yo, don't fucking call me that. I'm Dominican and Puerto Rican, and it's and it's not so much. I, I don't want to be called a Mexican. There's nothing wrong with it, but I, with Spanish culture, we take pride in. in you we know, do absolutely, absolutely. I, I I'm Puerto Rican myself, and I I, I feel you know, I, I feel that you know, and coming from the same area, a lot of people don't understand how close Jersey City, and that whole Hudson County area is, close to New York City. I mean, uh, were you did you leave prior to 9/11? No, um, I, oh, you left I was after. we, we left, we left for South Carolina in 04, finished sixth grade in Jersey. My, my brother finished eighth grade and my sister, I think was about to start elementary, like real, real elementary school. Um, we, so we experienced it, man. We, and the funny thing about, and I think you'll know this school. So I used to go to PS 17. Okay. Yep. And I'm that, that was another it. culture chart. Yeah. Cause down here, they, they don't do PSs. I used so to go. I yeah, I used to go to uh, PS. I used to go to PS twenty seven. I think I, it was right. It was right on. It was right on Kennedy Boulevard, and yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So we were, you know, that that is another thing. That is. This is well. This this is gonna this is gonna segue really, really, really well, eventually, like into my into my uh, into my weekend review because I'm looking forward to um, I'm looking forward to hearing uh, more uh, about Ken Dog's kind of transition. Brandon, can you tell us? Can you tell us? So, as you and Ken are playing video games and gaming together and doing X, Y, and Z. Tell me more about like, so how did you guys, like when you guys decided to do a lore podcast and you both realized you're both kind of like heavy into that stuff, like, tell me about it. So, I mean, it came up, I had just gotten out of the army. Um, I was smart when I got out, I'd saved up a year's wages to uh, BAH, BAS, like everything, like a year's right. wages I had in the bank. Um, so I didn't have to work for a year at least a minimum of a year and once you realize how much frivolous shit you spend money on like it's it's probably gonna be more than that but um so my whole goal was i was gonna be a stay-at-home dad and raise my son because how many fathers have that experience where you get to like raise your child not have to like hand them off to daycare like have an actual father influence on them so um i did that and then man i'm not gonna say i got bored but I did miss that production value you get from the military. So I decided I was going to go ahead and do this podcast. And I went up to Ken dog. I was like, Hey brother, um, I'm doing this. I'd like you to be a part of it because our personality meshes so well. I think it would take on air. And, uh, this motherfucker, I know, I know he's having a little difficulties right now, but this dude, he looks at me and goes, nah, man, trying to get this promotion at work. I got to take this test I got to study for, hit me up in a month, and then we'll, we'll redo it. And uh, <laughs> we always joke about it because he fucked up that test, so he didn't get that promotion. <laughs> oh, shit. So I always give him shit. It's like, where'd that bring you? Right here, back to me. <laughs> 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 and uh, so we did it, man. And um, we don't really don't know what to do with it. And I, I say that in the best way possible because – it, it does have a nice fan base. You know what I mean? Like, I do think the way we have things with some tweaks, it can be something super successful. Because while it is a niche audience, they are a very dedicated audience. Wow, and, that um, sounds like fucking Juggalos to me. Like, I, <laughs> again. <laughs> ICP, 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 ICP never has to fucking work again. And I just want to let everybody know that they still exist. They're still putting out music. And all of you fucking assholes in the fucking 90s and early 2000s that said fucking ICP fucking sucked. I hope you fucking think they still suck. Guess what? Your fucking your fucking favorite artists from the fucking oh, '90s and early 2000s probably aren't probably aren't fucking putting out any new music. ICP fucking still is. They're still fucking rich. They made it. And fuck you from a fucking from one juggalo to fucking the whole fucking family, dude. Like you much motherfucking clown love, dude. Much motherfucking clown love, dude. From fucking a 1990s fucking juggalo. Not some fucking not some fucking like late 2000s whatever the fuck. I knew ICP. People said ICPs. They're two white dudes from fucking Detroit painting their fucking faces, dude. Like you're never gonna make it. You fucking suck. Nobody fucking cares. Apparently, people cared because they never have to fucking work again a day of their fucking lives. Their fucking families are set the fuck chill. up. They take care. John, calm down. All right. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, a niche audience is a niche audience. But you know what? If you find your fucking niche, fucking dig that fucking dig that fucking niche. All the way to the fucking, all the way to the fucking core, dude. 
You know, that reminds me to like kind of go off that. I know in like another artist kind of like ICP, they have a very dedicated fan base. And um, they, yeah, the, no, no, no. They have a, like a lot of haters, though, for some fucking reason. Uh, you may have heard of them. Uh, they also like really big, but it's from that 90s, early 2000s era. Um, they're called Papa Roach. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's the fucking what's the fucking what's the fucking niche for that what's the niche for that like fucking like how do you fucking carry how do you fucking carry that niche? how do you carry that niche for 20 years how do you carry that niche they carried it for seven and then they stopped it yeah and then they fucking, and then they fucking like and then they fucking and then like and then they fucking like and they looked at the scar tissue of the fucking like of the fucking cuts they fucking made and fucking like Took a knife and like reopened the fucking scar tissue. Like Jesus this Christ. Guy, this guy needs a, a Spotify what's their playlist. Fu- what's their fucking What's their fucking niche? Like Emo's Pizza, the pizza that cuts cuts itself. You know what I mean? Like Jesus Christ, dude. Listen, Fuck. their music does sound like the pizza cuts itself. So, I'm, I'm dude. Following. No, there's there, there's there's literally in Missouri in in Missouri there's literally a chain of of chain of pizza stores called Emo's Pizza, and that's the really? joke. Like, do you go to Emo's Pizza because it cuts itself? You know what I mean? Like, that's the joke, dude. Like, that's like, is that Okay, wait a minute. Is that, isn't that controversial? I don't, I, okay. Like, No yeah. one has said anything about this pizza place before? <laughs> it, well, it's Missouri, so nobody really pays yeah, that much it's Missouri. I, it. In, in if Missouri, it was like New York or Chicago, people would be up in arms, I'm sure. Missouri, but, uh, Missouri, Missouri people are very live and let live. Like, yeah. I swear, I swear to God, for for all the for all of their faults, mm. Missouri people are very live and let live. So like, if you you want to do your thing, you might not have any fucking friends, and like, you might be completely isolated. <laughs> but you can you do, do it. But thing. the rent is cheap. You do guys. your thing, right? Like, Speaking of, while you're there, I need you. Uh, my uncle actually owns a brewery in Kansas City. You need to go to called City Barrel. And tell him the tell him Brandon sent you. His name's Grant. Say one more time. Uh, my uncle owns a brewery. What's in Kansas name? City. Your uncle's name. <laughs> Grant. 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 Yep. Yeah. City Grant. Grant City, Grant City Brewery. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, I know, I know your, I know your fucking name. Thank you. Thank you. I'll tell. I'll, yeah. I'll, why I'll, do we say that? Well, like, tell, wait a minute. In all I'll culture, tell, all pop culture, it's always yeah. And tell them so and so sent you. Like, oh, why? No, I got you. Why do we oh, do no, that? I got you. I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna tell him his nephew <laughs> sucked me, me off at fucking Fort Benning. Like freaking. He'll give you two you know, beers. That's a hot take. That's a hot yeah. take. I'll be like, I'll be like, hey, hey, uh, hey, Grant, can I get a beer? Uh, your, 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 your nephew sucked me off at ALC in Fort Benning, 2017. Can I get a free beer? <laughs> Something to wash would, it down with. Do you, do you think he would respond kindly? Like, <laughs> I don't know, man, because he's cool, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he's veteran humor cool. <laughs> you know, mm. he's, he's cool, but I don't know if he. I don't know if making like homosexual references to his nephew is. Yeah, cool. I don't. I don't know how cool, cool he'd take it. That he just lost like a bunch of weight. Like the dude lost like so much weight. So he's like actually fit now. So he he might be looking for a reason to try. (laughs) (laughs) I I don't know. If 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 he's your uncle, boy, would that be a bad day for Grant? Like I just got bad news for Grant. Like oh man, I'm sorry. I will. I will. I'll I'll tell. I'll tell you what, dude. I I will actually like. Real, real, real talk. I will check that place out, dude. And like, we, we'll fucking, we'll totally fucking like plus it up on here, dude. Like every chance we get, because that's what we do here. We support the homies here. We we fucking swallow homies here. We don't fucking, <laughs> we don't kiss homies. We don't kiss homies. We fucking swallow them. 
we swallow them whole on this show, okay? So. Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. You don't cry here, okay? So I just, so I just want to, so, yeah. So I just want to say, I've been listening to your show all fucking. Thank week. you. I, 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 <laughs> I listen. I'm instantly a fan, and especially for a guy like me who can't stand Halo. Because I really can't. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I grew up. I grew. I bought an Xbox and I didn't play Halo. I fucking played Forza and fucking Batman oh. up until you know. I was not. A, I was not a Halo guy. Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. I was not a Halo guy so much that the first Halo game I played was ODST, which well, to that was some a solid one. Which to some people they don't like. I actually like the few that because I, I did go back and I did play Halo one and two. And ODST was pretty cool, I thought, you know. And listening to your show, it's it. I'm sitting here and I'm just like, oh shit, do you know? Do I actually kind of like some of the stories behind Halo? Yes, I do, because there's some interesting things. Because we're talking about lore here, so when, and, and this is actually like my first part here that I wanted to talk about is what interests me so much about your show is that you fucking dive into the belly of the beast. <laughs> you know? It's rough in there, buddy. I'll tell you that. You know, you know what's fucked up with you saying that you weren't big into the games. We haven't even hit a game yet. We're I still know, that yeah. far in the lore well, that, like, we show, are still really. in comics. Oh, uh, don't don't get me started on Captain Backhoe looking for a relic in his backyard. No. Um, yeah, <laughs> we're not. <laughs> we're not. So the silver timeline. <laughs> yeah, thank God we don't ever have to talk about it because it's its own animal. It we're talking straight canon. I, I'm, I'm glad we all agree here that, that the show <laughs> is a silver piece of shit. Well, yeah. Well, you know, I'm. <laughs> but um, my man, he, they, I have a problem. All video game movies and shows always come out like garbage because when they do interviews with the writers, the writers always blatantly say they never played any of the games. And it's like, well, why Why would you, Why, even if you do it that way, why would you not say it? Like, like why would you say it out loud? What you got there? What's that? It looks Dun pretty. Dunkeel? It's a bullet. It's a bullet and my friend and my friend and <laughs> it's a bullet and, and and my friend my friend and one of my fellow and, and actually we've had him on we've had him as a guest on this show. Uh, my friend Pablo Martinez, it's a bullet and he made it into a motherfucking bottle opener. Oh, and if you guys don't know who Pablo Martinez is, make sure you check him out on the Christmas episode of Forged in Fire. There you go. There you I'm go. Yeah, he was a Forge of Fire guest. So, so yeah, I mean, it's so cool. I mean, so, learned about what happened on Mars, the war in Brazil, um, the, you know, the shit that Germany was doing, all this stuff. <laughs> I had no... Isn't that how all stories start with the shit that Germany was doing? <laughs> it's just, it's so interesting, you know, all these little things that, th that the game and the lore connects to human history and what mm -hmm. brings, you know, what brings a bigger picture. You know, um... So you're on your fifth Halo episode about yeah. about how many 20 more do we have left until you're done with the Halo universe? We don't know. What, 40, 40 episodes? Another 40? I told Brandon when we talked the other day, I said, I said basically, like, you need to make Halo like your season one. Because, like, if you have that many episodes, that's like a whole fucking season, dude. Like, that's not... 
That's not like a couple episodes no. of lore. That's There's a, a lot whole of shit season. there. That's a whole. We kind of we kind of fell into it too because we knew there was a lot of lore in Halo. Like we're not going to come in here like, oh yeah, we were experts. We knew everything about Halo because we loved it. Um, every week I have to fucking study <laughs> for well, an episode. Well, um, well, like the thing that you guys talked about was the Halo Waypoint, which I was mm-hmm. and for someone who didn't like Halo, I used the Halo Waypoint. And mm-hmm. yeah, there was a the, for for the 360. There was a a pretty interactive app that came with yep. it, which was fantastic. The website was pretty cool. You got a whole bunch of free shit. I didn't know about the stories that were in there, like the little like yep. exclusive stories, which I thought was really cool. It's just you guys, you guys really like know everything about it. And I will and I will agree. Reach is the best planet. No, Harvest is the best planet. Oh, well, Fuck I, Reach. Reach is, over, <laughs> Reach is overrated. Reach I like, is overrated. I like Reach. I like Reach. It's pretty and stuff like that. But again, you know, I even, like, bad, me, like me and Jay, we played Halo Infinite for like three hours. And then that was that. You know, like, like yeah. it's just not there. But you guys intrigue me so much we're to learn so much about the universe. That I just, I got to keep on listening. So, you know, well, so. That's what, that's, that's what I want to know too, is like, you're so willing to like, go so balls deep into the lore how many other worlds are out there with all the different games fucking not even games you could expand you could expand that shit to like fucking movies you could expand that shit to music (laughs) there's been there's been there's been concept albums there's been concept albums in music the weekend that came out with one that exist in different fucking universes yes he did yes he did he yeah, came Jim, out with two Jim, concept Jim, albums. Jim Carrey, uh, J- Jim Carrey plays the DJ on his latest concept album. It's called It's called Donna. I'm gonna be real. That's his magnum opus. That is his thriller. No, I don't think it's uh, bro. Can <laughs> respectfully disagree. I don't think it's his mag. It's his magnum opus. I think he has better yet to come. How about that? I'm excited. To Ken, that? I'm with I'm you. Ken, I'm with you. This was this was the album. I, it was, and I remember we we spoke about it. But yeah, I I man, like oh, also the little. It's so great how you guys talk about Halo, but you guys have so many outside references that come out of yep. it. You know, something as something as simple as fucking purified water, to <laughs> you know to you know to you know just talking about the biggest things that happen and it's just so interesting you and all these game references come into pop culture one of the the the, the biggest reveal that i found interesting i have it right here is r2d2 has the highest kill count in star wars i came to find out so we have a solid fan base who loves who they they only listen to the episodes to see what dumb shit comes out of my mouth. I feel like a lot of our fans are more there for uh, to, to prove me wrong than they are to hear us out. Because I got proven wrong. R2-D2 has the second highest kill count in the oh, Star Wars shit. universe. What? There is somebody higher than him. Yep, there is somebody higher than him. We will go into it. There- no, it is a uh, when we get yeah. into, it'll be a lore based because we are doing that video game is all is all I'll say it'll be a short one thank God <laughs> like, it won't be fucking forty episodes yeah but uh, no I was wrong R two D two depending on how you cut the lore is how I should say it because it's kind of like Halo where there's the official lore there's the Bungie lore there's the Silver Timeline lore and then there's the Microsoft lore and you got to kind of piece together what you can. Where, um star wars does, is the same way where does forward on sedan fall into which timeline because that i that i i that was pretty good 
forward under Don was solid. Um, it falls under the Bungie side, reach. I think. Okay. It's right. It's right before Reach because that series explains how um, Klauski, the dude who runs the Forward After Dawn in Halo Four, that explains his origin, how he was at ODST and how his brother got murked by the Covenant. That explains how he first met the Chief and why he went on to be the hey, captain um, of Forward After Dawn and then the relationship. Hey, uh, <clears throat> I, I apologize to interject. Uh, hey, uh, hey, nerds. Uh, can we um can we segue uh because you guys can talk about that on well, your podcast no, and because uh, no, I have no because I haven't I still I haven't, haven't even done my fucking weekend review. I mean I really like I I just you know yes. I'm I'm just gonna be Jay here and well, just but wait a minute I you said that your weekend through. review was gonna tie into when we start talking about lore because I do have questions to ask about which lores well some lores I have that I want Jesus. to. Yeah, because because Jesus. Yeah, this this is this is this is major. And you said that you were gonna talk about your <laughs> Westworld three thing when it or Ozark when it comes into lore because it talks uh, about lore. Yeah, we didn't do that at the beginning. I did. They, we kind of just skip right to the because to we the lore. that's what that's what we agreed to. The lore horse. Yeah, <laughs> horse. These guys are fucking horrors, dude. Like look, like look at them. Look at both of them. You get us going. You get us going, man. We can't like, stop. Just took, just took, just took our podcast right the fuck over. Like, well, that's like, what. Well, that's what guests takeover. are supposed to do. <laughs> look, we came ready, yo. We're wearing protection. That's how going like that. I, I have, I have a. Small list here and and i think jay i think jay is gonna agree with some of these titles here on something i love dude i love you guys i'm i'm, I'm fucking with everybody dude come calm down everybody this is calm this down. is this is the character of jay that's that's the character right baby okay so just just real quick um I don't know. I'm pretty sure you've gotten these these titles before, and I think Jay's gonna agree with some of these. Maybe not so much. I'm gonna start with probably the most ridiculous ones that I would suggest to you. <laughs> the first one would Actually, be. Actually, let's pull up our list, and uh, I'll add them to them live. Okay. Clue. Even better. Clue. Clue. Love Clue. It. Love it. Clue has like a lore a to it. Yeah. The fucking John. The fucking board John game Clue has a lore to it. Fucking Who John, spot on. Monster. That's my fucking boy John right there. All about it. Murder one. Murder <laughs> one. Dude, that was that it's was the game. one right there with a fucking sniper bullet from like fucking a thousand meters away, dude. Yeah. You just got killed. You just got killed from a click, dude. The lore of Clue. Clue. Holy shit. So another one that's that very interesting be because I think there might be two different sides to this, and and I'm talking about. Like with Call of Duty, because you have the Black Ops timeline and then you have the Modern Warfare timeline, which are heavy, heavy, heavy lures. I know Jay likes the Modern Warfare timeline a lot. I do. I and, uh, with, and with Modern Warfare kinda, 2 kinda, coming out this year. I get, when I played Modern Warfare for the first time, that's actually that was the first first person shooter that I played in like basically like over a decade. And it sucked me in so fast and like my dick was so hard. Yeah. Like it was one of those like, have you ever like. Have you ever like had an orgasm like that like just like rocked you to your core, where like where you 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 literally saw the face of God? And I'm looking right? back at the like, one like that you did you that were you me. were like you were just like <laughs> preaching, <laughs> preaching, like you literally like you saw the face of God, and the first when I like I hadn't 
long story short, I had I had just returned from like my I had just returned from like my last deployment. I had just gotten back into playing video games, and about a about a year late about a year later, this fucking video came out. This video game came out, and I was like, oh shit, like they're actually like they're actually doing something with video games these days. Like this is fun. Yeah. Like, like, oh look, like, it, like this, like when you hear a fucking bullet whistle like over your head, in that video game, like when you have your fucking like stupid fucking headphones on or whatever the fuck everybody wears when they play fucking video games these days, like, when you fucking when you hear a fucking bullet go over your head, that's exactly what it sounds like. So for all you kids out there, if you want any fucking like real life training, like you know, if maybe say like you live like close to Ukraine, like. Of course, like now you know what it fucking sounds like. So, so like, so yeah. And video game, video games like capture that, that kind of like that reality to me. And so like, that's what got me into fucking playing that goddamn fucking game yeah. in the first place. Until they fucking ruined it and blah blah blah. Yeah. Jade. So there's the Call of Duty lore, which is which is very powerful. You got the Black Ops lore. Like, why the fuck does Mason keep on seeing Victor Reznov all the fucking time? You mm -hmm. know. You, so we also have the destiny, the destiny lore, which I'm sure is already on your list. And, and there's probably, yeah, <laughs> cyberpunk, which you guys have spoken about. I forgot which one said that they're obsessed with Johnny Silverhand. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think I call I called him Johnny Silverhand. Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's also the Doom lore. Mm -hmm. Doom yeah. has has a pretty interesting outstanding lore, lore especially about that rabbit. Oh, no, that'd be good for our rabbit, our rabbit continuity, Ken Dog. Now here's one that that now my 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 three favorites I want to hear about are Mass Effect, the Mass Effect lore. Yes, that's Ghost, high on the list. Question. Ghost Recon. That's another one without question. You know the Ghost Recon. Right now they're on a pause. Right now they're not going to be making a game it. for a little while. Which you know I get it. You know I Ghost Recon, but the one lore and i listen i'm a slut for this world if i could live th to me it's the perfect apocalypse the Is fallout the lore oh, okay thank god i thought you were gonna say cuphead <laughs> you know, fallout i heard you on a tangent about cuphead on one of your episodes i was like my man's got me wanting to do Cuphead. <laughs> like, listen, Cuphead, listen, Cuphead, Cuphead is very fucking interesting i don't know too much about the lore on there but there is some kind of lore but yeah, man, those those are, you know, those are those are some of the ones that I'd love to hear. I'm sure Jay, I is there a story that that you want to know about, like a background that that the yeah, games that you there, played? There's yeah, there's gonna there's gonna there's gonna be several. Um, <clears throat> we got time. <laughs> Let's hear it, yeah. Oh, we always got time. There's there's always there's always time until there's no more time. Yeah, right? well, Jay, you know this. I'm not rushing us today. Dude, I love you for that. I love you so much for that. Like, I got you, the day off tomorrow, homie. This is like we could do this for, for the next eight hours. He's not rushing. For any us. of our regular viewers, this is John Colin Jay's bluff, and so now here we sit, basking in the warmth of freaking like just of good lore energy. Whores. Lore whores. Yeah. So yeah, so, I, I I need to pick your brain because I need to know. There's a, know. there's actually, there's quite a few. There's quite a few like worlds yeah, I would few. love to explore. Lay, lay uh, it on this, lay it on this. Yeah, man. So there's you a. You see our list. Our list is like a hundred long. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> so so one of them. It's a long time. 
So one of my one of my favorite authors is a guy that is what you would call probably like well known in 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 some some circles and completely unknown to like the majority of like everyone. And L. His Ron is, Hubbard. No, nice try. No, nice try. Nice try. Although. Although to be fair, to be fair, uh, there is some science fiction involved in uh, in 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 this uh, this guy, my uh, one of my favorite authors. Uh, no, his name is uh, Robert Anton Wilson. Uh, he co-authored a trilogy of books called the Illuminatus Trilogy. And um, if you can get through if you can get through that book, um, I highly recommend it. I would love to hear the lore behind that world and um yeah um there's a couple you know there's certain like tv you know there's tv series there's movies there's certain movies uh what what would it be what would it be what would it be like to live in the world of like the marvel comics universe as it stands right now like with how fucking batshit crazy that's gone like you live in new york city and it you live in New York City and it's been like demolished like three <laughs> times over. I'm dead. After I'm dead. Oh, by the way, after it's been demolished like three times over, uh, there's like a thing called like the snapping or or whatever, whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever the fuck they, whatever the fuck. I don't, dude. I haven't even seen like I haven't even seen most of these movies. Like I swear They're to God, good, man. like I'm not They're even good. joking right now. Like I, I, I grew up reading comic books. I have, I have legitimately at this point on this date like i have not seen the majority of the, the mcu uh i don't need to i really don't like and i, I swear to god you like i would love to see like what's it like from a fucking civilian's perspective living in that fucking universe interesting you know what i mean that like, would Jesus be interesting Christ. like i hope i hope you're pr- i hope you're pr- i hope coming up with the ideas well i mean think about it like like if you're gonna pray to any gods you know what I mean? On this world, I'd be praying to like fucking Captain of fucking America or goddamn Thor or fucking God, like. I hate like, Captain America. Jesus yeah, Christ, such a they're poser. Like, they're the, <laughs> Jesus Christ, they pulled me from fucking rubble like three times. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that would be very like, interesting. Um, like, like what, 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 what would the, what would the spiritual like, what would the spiritual life be like in a universe like that? You know, like in a world like where everything just is so fragile immediately like like instantaneously and also like it's happening multiple times within like a very short span of time we're talking like like what are we talking like multiple like 911s like several times over within like less than 20 years like what the fuck would it be like living in that fucking like dog shit world you know that would be a fun mini series for us to do what? is to bring like bring you in as like fuck- but at least we got our heroes. Yeah, but, but like we'll bring we got in our heroes. That'd be fun, man. Like have, what a have fun people come in and talk about their in. favorite part of it, but from the perspective of a civilian, and like we're doing interviews yeah. with these people to try to get the heroes band, like what happened in Captain America versus Iron Man, it's like the boys in Civil War. Yeah, dude, we'll why, just do dude, the boys. That's why I love, so we'll be interviewing the boys. people. That's why, that's why I love the boys because you know, like yeah. deep deep down, they're all just probably pieces of shit like us, dude. Yeah. And like, well. <laughs> you know, you, 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 you can take you, dude. You can take you can take the trash out of the trailer, dude. You can never take the trailer out of the trash, bro. Well, when All you're right? masturbating on top of the Chrysler like, building, I mean, I think that says a lot about you. I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying, dude. I'm just saying, bro. I'm just saying, dude. Like, what, like, 
that's the like I, I'm a little bit I'm a little bit more pessimistic about lore. You know, although the, there's there's a show there's a show that me and Nikki have been watching lately. You know, called Westworld, and uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna it's... save my like full season three review probably for next week. Um, but I like honest like no shit like not not kind of being a fucking jaded sarcastic fucking asshole. Uh, no shit, I would really love to dive into the lore of the world of you know that exists in in that TV series. Honestly, like no shit. And the the re- the reason for that is it you know the, the first like three four episodes of season one, you're kind of like you're kind of drawn into where you're at, and where you're at is like a a, a live action simulated video game but it's simulated personally for you okay and imagine like live action bots but they but everything they do and simulate is real human behavior okay and you are you are now in a video game simulation uh this particular one happens to take place in the wild west era of the of, of uh, the American Southwest okay and we'll just start there right so I've I've given my season one and season two reviews I'll save season three for next week but kind of going off of that and kind of going off of like where we've been going like with 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 some of our conversations and like lore revolving around it I really, really want to hear lore about some of these worlds that are very, very close to our own and and possibly, like, fast approaching. Because, like, we are, like, legitimately, like, what I would say, like, living in the future. Like, I was born in 1981, for, for, for context here. I was born in 1981. And so I was a child of the 80s, and I was a teenager in the 90s. Uh, I graduated high school in 1999. And a lot of the things and a lot of like science fiction that I read about when I was a child, because I was a big reader, you know, like I'm pulling out the books earlier, right? You know, being a dick. Like a lot of the, a lot of the science fiction I read about as a child, like literally me as a child, I'm, I'm 41 years old today, has not only like become like reality, it, it like it has like far surpassed like what I thought like in my child's mind, like, might ever be possible. We might not have fucking flying cars, okay? Like, everybody, like, jerks off, like, oh, and we're not flying cars. No, it's, we're not flying cars for a fucking reason. It's because fucking, like, flying fucking something is a big fucking deal, and it takes a lot of fucking, like, you know, until until it's fully automated, like, yeah, we're not fucking doing that shit, okay? Like, normal human beings should not be allowed to fucking, like, drive, drive like cars drunk, Okay. Like that's like why we don't do that Maybe shit. Human beings shouldn't be driving at all, if you ask me. The, te- like, you know, the that's technology. Not, that's none of my business, yeah. you know. I'm just saying. Dude, the technology that we actually, the technology that we've actually accumulated up to this point has so far surpassed like what my what my early childhood and like going into like I'd even say like middle school, like early '90s for me. Early '90s, it's gone so far, so far past that at this point, that it's almost fun to like war game what our society is going to look like in the next couple of decades. Fallout. Fallout would be fallout, a good one. Yeah. I do fallout. think Fallout's up and there. So like, that one also has like, 
I'm we just can do saying, the side like, stories of the vaults with it. Can yeah. we not? If we're gonna do lore, can we not like? Can we cannot kind of like play chess about it? Like, let's pull out the fucking chessboard and war game what life is gonna be like in the next couple of decades. Um, you if know? you and I want to see some fucking lore about some shit like that. Like, honestly, the, I'd have to say the Halo it. lore is the closest to it. Honestly, because we already have it, we already have it replicating now. Like we make the uh, the argument, and I think episode three or four, uh, uh-huh. because you know, like big war happens between the extreme left and the extreme right in that in that series. It's it's okay. communism versus, I wouldn't say fascism, but it's it's very much close, like close ish. Yeah, the way that I would that we anti- actually Ken Dog antiqu- uh, antiquated it like this, and it was perfect. It is the Proud Boys versus Antifa. Hmm. But it's hundred yeah, percent. But it's the whole. But it's the whole fucking world. Exactly. Exactly. But the way they have it set up, because we are dealing on worldwide scales, it is that. And bearing in mind, this came out. This book, this particular book that all this is written, came out. At, fuck. Two thousand seven. No. Two thousand ten. No. It was before all this shit happened. Before those things were even things. Is, is the oh, point yeah, I make? Like, interesting. interesting. Like, like predicted, like what the Simpsons mm-hmm. has been. It, it is. It is very much light. If you read those books, and I can get the set list, because I, I make it a habit now to list off all the references we use for that episode. Good. I'm going to get the exact Good. one that's up. Ep- yeah, that's it, it just makes it easier. Because I was quoting them afterwards. Like, you can find that on page 53 of this book. And it just sounded fucking unauthentic. <laughs> like, it sounded shitty. Um, <laughs> yeah, it sounded very parcasty. Um, and uh, so I'll find the exact one. But, man, I'm telling you, the Halo one, I probably have to put it the closest <clears> to. Um, especially with the new space race that's going to happen in the next five years. Um, we've already found planets um, that are good to go. I say good to go as in, like, scientists believe they can be terraformed. I think it's way closer minus the Covenant, <laughs> which they just kind of peered out of nowhere. So we don't know. <laughs> no. But, yeah, but... um. I don't know, man. I think I think I'm the look, Halo look, one is close. I'm looking forward to hearing it. Believe it or uh, believe it or believe, believe it or not, uh, for all for all of my uh, my 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 jaded, cynical assholishness, uh, I have become a very casual fan of your uh, your podcast. So uh, we try to I'm make looking, it easy. I'm, I'm look I'm looking I'm looking forward to uh, I'm looking forward to continuing listening, and I'm waiting for you guys to jump the shark. Uh, and uh, for, for me to be a jaded, cynical asshole and, and, and have to, like, just, just bail, okay? Wait until we get to a certain character that I despise, because I'm going to be like you about her. I hate her <laughs> I'm just, dude, so I'm, much. I'm so, I'm so, I'm so just being a dick, dude. Like, no, you, dude, you, you, believe it, like, I think, I think what works best for you guys is exactly what works for, for me and John, is yeah. you guys are actually the genuine balance. with each other. And you're, yeah, there, there's a balance. You guys are genuine with each other. And the, the, there's a, there's a, there's a flow between the banter and you guys actually, you know, you, you make it flow like more like water. Right. And, and, and instead of like setting up, like, you know, this to this, to this, mm-hmm. to this, you guys are just kind of like, yeah. And then, and then, and then, and it, and it works the way you guys talk to each other and it's perfect. And and I love listening to you guys. Like I'm, I'm like John. See, like unlike John, like he listens to, to you guys when he's walking around Target, working. <laughs> I listen to you guys. I listen to you Question, guys. And I'm shower. walking around pushing a shopping cart, shopping for grown ass people at Target. Exactly. I listen to you guys in the shower. I listen to you guys in the shower. Oh, like, I'm talking okay. like, 
dude, like I just I, I listen while I'm like while I'm like scrubbing my beautiful ass hair, right? Scrubbing my beautiful ass. Hair. By the way, by the way, best in the infantry. That's in the mm-hmm. oh, 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 by the way, I still have the sunglasses on in the shower. Sunglasses stay on, okay, in the shower. Jay's the kind of guy that eats prime rib in the shower, too. You're goddamn right. Why would you not? Why what would you smoke not? Brisket? Smoke brisket. Where are we at on that? I drink, I drink shower beer. I drink shower beer. Why would I not eat prime rib in the shower? Like... You know, Jay, you said something earlier that I, I Googled because it, 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 I knew I heard it before and I couldn't remember where. That author you said, Robert Anton Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, what about him? I, It hit me. I was like, where Tell the me fuck him. do I know him about? Tell he about was him. the dude who wrote Promethe- uh, Prometheus Rising. Yeah. I didn't oh. know he was the one who wrote Prometheus fucking Rising, which is the dude who basically, he's the one who brought cult culture to the mainstream in the 70s. Because that's where everybody learned about Schrodinger's cat. That's where everybody learned about um, Aleister Crowley and his yep. black black magic bullshit, the right hand versus the left hand. Um, like, I knew I heard that somewhere, so thank you for putting that in my brain because that's something I do want to look you into. And know, I just wanted to say it you, out loud before I forgot. <laughs> do you want to know, know what my favorite books by Robert Anton Wilson are that are not the Illuminatus trilogy and fucking uh, Prometheus Rising? What's that? Because it, 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 it's neither one of those. Because this dude wrote a lot. He did. He was, he was a prolific writer. It's called the Cosmic Trigger Trilogy. And I hold that. That's my favorite. That's my favorite. The first one, if I, if I had an order that I would read these, the, the trilogy, no shit. Because the first one was written well before the, 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 the second and the third. I would read the second, and then the third, and then the first. Because it... When he wrote these books, it was... The first one was written in, like, the late 70s, early 80s, I think. And the second, the third, happened kind of, like, during, like, the Gulf War era-ish. And this was, like, on the cusp and on the verge of, like, the technology revolution, basically. Like, this is, like, pre-internet. And it was right on the cusp of that. And some of the ideas and things that he talks about in that trilogy, um, I think, I think are fun to fun fun to think about. They're very very fun to think about. Well, apparently and Barnes and Noble's I would, agrees with I would you because that's on the recommended reading for him before Prometheus I, Rising. I would recommend. I would recommend Cos- the Cosmic trigger trilogy i own it i would recommend violence speed momentum by dr disrespect (laughs) wait did he really write a book he wrote a book no fucking way yes he did he's the man i'm 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 already on it i'm I'm beating it it's he also he also did the audio book i would also i would also i would also i would also recommend a book called the alphabet of manliness like because it's just funny to fucking read because it's so fucking stupidly misogynistic and like shitty but it's like you cannot help you cannot help it's it's like have you do you guys remember like that uh, that website uh, badassoftheweek.com yeah and oh like, wow dude there's books <laughs> that dude the dude has books like and it's like it's like just reading badassoftheweek.com like like in a book in book form so like if you're on a plane and you just want to read about like a random badass and he he do, he does both like real life and fictional characters and just like fluffs it the fuck up like just completely like 
just goes overboard with like his descriptions of like how overtly badass they were. You know what I mean? Like men, women, like droids, like he, like the dude does it all. Like it's like one of those like just like kind of like joke books, you know? But it's like stupidly hilarious. If you ever find yourself fucking lost on a 13-hour flight to fucking Afghanistan, I highly recommend Badass of the Week because it'll pump you up to go to Afghanistan. Oh. Again. <laughs> okay. For the third time. Well, shit. But, um, well... But any, anyways, I'm sorry. Well, do you anyways. Have, well, before we get to our news, do you have anything else before we get to our quick news? Well, I fucking totally fucking missed, like, my fucking roadhouse this week. Well, no, we could do, we could do your roadhouse. You want to do your roadhouse? I'll tell you what, John. Roadhouse. Wait a minute. Look, I'll there it is. Since I'll 1901. No, stop. Stop. Hold on. Hold on. Stop. There it is. Stop. We, we, hold on. Full stop. We, we haven't even done our commercial this week. We haven't shouted on any of our sponsors. We do that at the end. I got it. No, I got to take a piss. Why don't we do that now while I take a piss? We'll do our commercial break while I'm taking a piss. Then we'll get to my fucking very, you know, very brief uh, week in review. And then we'll do our final thought, which I'm pretty sure is uh, it's your turn this week. So, so no, it's yours. let's, uh, let's do that, that in that order. How about that? Yeah, I think it's your, I think it's your uh, thing. Okay. Okay. All right. Fuck it. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fucking do it live, goddammit. I love you so much. Goddamn, I love you so much, dude. All right. I'm going to take a piss. And uh, we'll be right back after this. Oh, shit. This has been a wild experience. (laughs) Aren't you glad you came?
know what I'm actually looking forward to? Like when I when I get ready to like plug Cupid back in. This is Cupid, by the way. This is this is my original Xbox. Like oh. I got this I, I got this for Christmas in like two thousand something something dark side. Does that still work? <laughs> yeah, I'm getting ready to plug her, I'm getting ready to Dude. plug her back in. Do you do you wanna know what I'm actually looking forward to the most? Like plugging her back in. Friendly art, fusion frenzy orange shoot. Yo No, no, no. I got I got do you know what I do you know what I do you know what I use this Xbox for the most? I have music on this. Oh, yep. This man yeah. fucking gets it. This I man fucking gets it. I have a whole catalog. I have a whole catalog of music, and it's fucking titled and labeled on this Xbox right here. And I, I'm definitely getting. I just haven't plugged it in yet. I'm still. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the right day. I'm. I'm I, 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 I know. I know. I know what this Xbox has, dude. Like this Xbox has just like a treasure trove. Yep. Of shit on bangers. it. And like bangers. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm waiting get a like selfie from Jay Crying. John, John, check it out, check it out, John, John. I got a, I got out of the army, I got out of the army, I ETS in October, right? I moved back, I moved back to my birthplace, I moved back to my birthplace in December. I got, I got, I got the job, I got the job doing, doing Roadhouse in February. In March, I found out uh, some some stuff about uh, my origins, you know, because I'm a, I'm a, I was adopted, you know, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, through the miracle of like uh, DNA research, like I found out like my origins in March, right? And I'm like living this like fantabulous dream that would like not exist right now if it wasn't for my queen, man, like my beautiful girlfriend Nikki, and like. I would not have anything I have right now if it wasn't for her. Like my whole direction in life changed the day I met her because I was, I I came down on drill orders at, you know, I came down on drill orders and I was approaching the end of my contract and I started doing the math and I realized I wasn't going to be able to make it. And I realized my life, my, 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 my life as it, as it stood was not conducive with the active duty army and it especially would not be conducive to be a drill sergeant, uh, trying to raise, uh, two, two beautiful daughters. Right. And if I was going to do that and have any way of surviving doing that, um, I, I wouldn't be able to be in the army anymore. So I signed a deck statement and right around the time I signed that deck statement is right around the time I met Nikki. And it's hard to describe, like, when you, when you, like, pre-plan getting out of the army, like, there's certain things, like, you have to do. And you have to know, like, kind of, like, which direction you're going to shoot. Because, like, once, once, like, that date hits and once, like, the last paycheck clears, like, you got to have something going on that date or by that date. Like, like, like Brandon said, he saved up a year's wages, right? Like, that's that's a smart plan right and my my direction diverted so heavily when i met nikki that like i wouldn't be able to do any of this without her and none of this would have happened without her and so like it's a testament it's a testament to what happens when you bring in people in your tribe you know and you allow people in inside inside your tribe 
and how different life can be when one small thing meeting one one person at one particular moment in time can completely reshape and change the entire outcome of your destiny, right? And by the way, Robert Anton Wilson goes into this in his books. Just want to let you guys know. So it's all out there. Yeah, I'm have to I'm gonna do some rereading. I think you should. I really, I haven't read, I haven't read that since I was a child. I think you should. So long story short, last night last night Are you uh, doing where, are you doing your roadhouse? Yeah, last roadhouse. night last night I got to do some roadhouse. Roadhouse. And I went and saw I went and saw this guy Morgan Wallen. Morgan Wallen. And apparently this dude's like he's a big country guy. Also very controversial. And part of the part of his controversy is a couple of years ago on social media, and I, I do need to put this out. A couple of years ago on social media, he was he was filmed like using the N-word, right? And kind of casually. Oh. Um, I scope I scoped his Wikipedia and since that time what he has done, like he was he was basically like disqualified from like receiving awards from like country music that year. And he, he's still like, he's still kind of like, obviously he apologized. Uh, he's donated proceeds of, uh, certain portions of, like, I think albums to like the NAACP and stuff like that. Like the dude obviously recognized like, yeah, I fucked up. Like probably, probably like felt a little bit too close to home. Right. Like we're at, we're at, we're, you know, God, he got too comfortable. Right. Like mistake, mistakes get made with speech. Do they not? And I'm not, I want to, I want to make sure, I want to make sure in no way that anybody thinks like I'm not justifying the use of the N word or any other slur, you know, like there's the, the F word in the gay community. Um, I'm not justifying the use of any of these words ever, 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 ever. Uh, but this dude was definitely like handed like penalties by like social media and the world. He he is still like up to like a couple months ago. I just I just scoped his Wikipedia up to a couple months ago. People are still like people are still protesting him, you know, like just by virtue of like whatever. Right. Well, I, I did his con. I, I, I did security for his concert last night in Kansas City, Missouri. OK, so and not only did I do his concert by virtue of like whatever, like I was on the barrier, which means like I was stage side. Okay, so this is at the T-Mobile Sprint Center in Kansas City, Missouri, and this was the I, this was not the first time I've worked at that that venue, but this is the first time I've seen like what I would call like an entirely packed house. It was sold out. It was sold the fuck out. Okay, and what I liked about it was there was a lot of energy and the crowd, the crowd loved this guy like as far as like they knew that the entire crowd knew the every word of every song this dude played and i've listened to this guy's music and his country music is very good like it is it's it is really really good and it's one of those things where you have this you have this dichotomy of we have this thing in america where we want to punish people for their crimes Right. And then you wonder, like, where does the where does the where does the punishment and the acknowledgement stop? 
And where does the allowance for another foot to go forward come in? So I will tell you just my experience of being at the barrier, literally at the barrier stage side, watching this concert last night. Um, by the way, like, you know, the first time I was exposed to this guy's music was in a, a TV show called uh, Yellowstone. I think they played they played this guy. This guy's got a song called uh, "Cover Me Up." So that's this that's that that's that that's this guy. That's the guy that I saw. So like. I'm not a big country music fan. I wouldn't know a sh- I wouldn't know a fucking thing about this guy uh, if it wasn't for like Nikki, because she likes him and 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 ye- and the TV show Yellowstone. So this was probably like one of the best concerts I've done security for. Like no shit. Like the the energy was so high, and this dude l- apparently released a double album a couple years ago, and then Corona hit. And then he had the whole uh, debacle with his his uh, Freudian slip, you know, uh, with uh, with social media. And so people have been waiting to, to see this dude in tour for like two fucking years at this point, probably plus um, for the record. Um, I bought Nikki this guy's album because I knew she liked him. It's a double album. And we listen to it. Uh, we listen to records sometimes when we have family dinner. Well, uh, we, we got a record player for Christmas last year, so we, we played different records. Play like fucking Pink Floyd or uh, goddamn Bruce Springsteen. Fucking New Jersey guys, you fucking assholes. Yeah, we play fucking, we play different records, you know, at, at different nights at dinner. But, we, but we've played this, this guy's record a couple times. And the first song that really hit me was this song, Cover Me Up. Uh, and I heard it on Yellowstone. I didn't know it was him. I just, it was, it was the song that got me, not the goddamn dude. And beautiful song, very, it's a very, it's, you want a sad country song to fucking cry to? Fucking cover me up, dude. Like, fucking play it. Just, just fucking, just press play. Morgan Wallen, cover me up. Just press play and go cry. Especially you fucking infantry grunts out there. Just fucking, just hit play, motherfuckers. It's okay to cry sometimes, okay? All right? It's okay to cry sometimes. Like, just let it out. Just let it out. All right? That's that. That's country shit, right? That's country, country shit. Music. That's country shit. Yeah, that's country shit. So, being that being that I'm not a traditional country fan, but I am a fan of certain types of country. Um, I have a, I have a couple of I have a couple of observations from from the night. Uh, one, the crowd the crowd by the crowd by itself made the fucking show what it was. Like made it fucking amazing. Like it was fucking awesome. Um, I liked I liked both of his uh, both of the guys that are on tour with him right now. Both of them are pretty good. I actually liked the open the opener more than I liked the. Uh, there's a guy named Ernest, and Ernest I know Ernest is probably big in the country community, and I'm dog shit on country music knowledge right now. So I I actually liked the opener more than Ernest, but Ernest was not bad. I just like the opener more, but. Morgan Wallen does a style of country that combines no shit. I swear to God. Old school country. Fucking new school country. Fucking hip hop slash rap. Um, rock and rock and fucking roll. Like, like the dude, the dude kind of like, he's got this, he has this like, it's like a four. It's like a four or five fold. Like it's like Voltron, right? And he's but he's doing it all. But it's very, 
but it's country. It, it's it's country related. It's country centric, obviously. And he does a very good job of that. Like, holy shit, did he put on a good show? I'm not gonna give. I, I can't dock points for that shit. Like, there was there was fucking fire. There was fucking tears. There was fucking him fucking interacting with the audience. You know, like the whole thing. The part I want to get to though, so we can get the fuck get this shit fucking done and get the fuck out of here. When he played Cover Me Up, which was the song that I originally knew and like pretty much the only song I knew of him, like up to this point. He asked like everybody in the crowd to fucking turn their backlights on on their cell phones. And so you gotta imagine like so Jay 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 is like standing kind of like stage side, like he's like somewhere like back here, okay. I'm stage side. So I'm like, I'm in the middle of the, of like the Colosseum. If you can imagine like being like in the Colosseum in Rome, right? Like what it must've been like. Yeah. When you're surrounded by like just literal thousands of people. And so he had, he made this little speech and like talked about like certain things that are going on and kind of how he came, you know, how he came to like this place where he like wrote this next song and yada, yada. Right. And he asked everybody to like turn their freaking backlights on. And <laughs> dude, like, so I'm sitting there doing like the fucking military posture, like just like, you know, but when I saw all the, like, it wasn't just like a few people, like in every row, it was like every person in every fucking row, including like the people fucking in the pit area uh, surrounding the stage. When everybody turned their backlight and they had the lights down in, in the T-Mobile arena, they had the lights completely down. So when every person in that fucking arena turned their lights on, the entire place was fucking lit. And I literally looked over at like, I literally looked over at like, <laughs> like one of my, one of my fucking partners, dude, like that was like right next to me, like in the pit area. And like, we both like just smiled, dude. Like I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't help but break a smile at that motherfucking shit. That was like, that was some real shit. When you see what like, however many thousands of people can do with just like something that like they can hold in their hands, but they do it together. Like that was some shit. And then he played fucking, and then he fucking went in to cover me up. And I'm sitting there like remembering like, that was like the song that I liked. The first time I fucking heard this, like, I, heard, I liked the song the first time I heard it obviously on the fucking show and then I asked Nikki about it and she was like well yeah that's Morgan Wallen you know and he's fucking uh, you know Nick, Nikki's a fan of, of, of his music and like she she like kind of like you know whatever yada yada and so I'm sitting there like Nikki Nikki couldn't be at this show and I want to say like dude tickets to the show were like fucking like $300 and it was a packed house like, $300 is, like, probably, like, close to the minimum. And, like, the VIP, I don't even want to go into all that shit. Like, the, the, the dude, the dude's hot right now. He's like Garth Brooks in the fucking 90s, right? Basically. Like, he's that hot. Like, he packed the house, you know? So he goes into the song, and I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there in my fucking security fucking pose, you know? Like, doing my fucking thing. And I'm sitting there, like, he's playing the song, and I'm like, huh? Huh? You know, like hold it hold it because like at, in that moment all i wanted was all i wanted was for nikki to be there and i i wished i wished 
I wish Nick, like, I wish he could have seen, and I'm sure there's going to be videos on YouTube of, like, what it looked like, but, like, from where I was standing, like, from where I was standing, it was, like, and all I could think about was my, it was my, all I could think about was Nikki. And then I was fucking, like, vexed between, like, pulling the fucking security guard posture and, like, losing my shit because I'm thinking about my lady and how much I love her and I wish she was there, right? You know, and so, like, I'm just sitting there, like, fucking, like, have you guys seen fucking, have you guys have kids, like, cloudy with a, with a chance of fucking meatballs or some shit? And, like, Ball, there's, like, that, there's that fucking cop, and he, like, pulls his fucking tear back in and shit. He's like, get back in there. You know, like, I was, like, sitting there during this song, like, fucking, like, like, all right, all right, bring it down, bring it down a notch. Like, like, because, like, I'm sitting. I'm sitting there. I'm getting. I, I was getting paid to be there, and my old my old lady my old lady was at home. Watch, you know, with my kids, and it, it like, it was such a beautiful moment, but it also like, all I could think about was her, and so it was just like it was just like this moment in space and time where, like, I I just felt so passionate about like the, the the ones that that we love and like the ones that actually like are sur are surrounding us we, we all have a tribe you know what i'm saying like and it you, you can call it whatever you want but we all have a tribe and whatever tribe you belong to and however many people that encompasses it ultimately it doesn't matter it's 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 the love that we have and and that we share and it's 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 ultimately like this priceless thing that we call life, that ends uh, so very very shortly, as it seems, uh, so oftentimes. Um, I'm 41 years old, and I've been up and down the block three or four times, but I can tell you right now that once when when when, when people are gone, they're just they're kind of they're kind of gone and. I like to remember the people in my life and I like to hold on and cherish like these memories that I have. And a lot of those memories are, are what keep people alive after they've unfortunately like left this earth. And so here on DD two fourteen gaming podcast, we like to encourage people, um, to reach out, make a phone call. Um, if you're hurting, call someone, if you're on the receiving end of a phone call, we ask that you pick up your phone. If it's 2.30 in the morning and somebody's drunk dialing you, and it's been a hot minute, it might be annoying, but pick it up. They're not calling for no reason. Um, if you really, really, truly need help, um, there's a there's a 1-800 number. It's 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-TALK. That's the National Suicide Hotline. We all love you very, very much. Um, we want to freaking wish all of you another wonderful 168 hours. Like 168 hours. We ask that you come back. Don't worry, John. We're not done yet. Like, I'm just getting the final thought out of the way so I can shut the fuck up. Like, if you are hurting and if you're out there, make a phone call. If you're on the other end, answer it. We love you. I love you. I'm going to shut the fuck up because I'm done talking for the day. And Brandon and Ken Dog and my boy John are going to take us home. Enjoy, gentlemen. I didn't know we were country roads. 
First off, country fucking sucks. <laughs> country fucking sucks. And and Diamond Rock RP GTA 5M servers here, they wanted this. Oh yeah. That Diamond Rock wanted that. So to end the show, uh, I just got a couple news here. Oh, let me take out the Roadhouse shit. Since 1901. We still got to make that 1981. I know. I got to add the 80 years. You got to add the wrinkles. Don't forget. That's what I'm saying. Like, the devil don't die, dude. The devil don't die, dude. Yes. All right. So the... So the final news that we got here, first one I got here is that Bethesda, why is my camera zoomed up on me like that? I got to move back here. Bethesda's doing a showcase. It looks like they're finally going to reveal Starfield after 73 years of development. Starfield's finally going to be revealed. June 12th, Bethesda showcase. That's going to be actually a Microsoft panel. Check that out June 12th. I accidentally deleted all the stuff I had in my whiteboard, so I'm going off the balls here. There you go. Um, <laughs> Get it, John. Get that it, shit, John. It, wait, so, all right, so we had that. John, I got a total... I, dude, I got a great idea for next week, John. You got to let me control the sounds. Oh, can we can do you that? Can your computer handle it? I'm pretty sure it could. Can you, pre can you press a button on the web browser? I'm, I Man, I man, I don't know. That sound, <laughs> That sounds awfully fucking hard. Hey, oh man, because I got sounds right now that I wish sounds were playing. Like, <laughs> I could do like maybe I should do the sounds next week, dude. Like, oh, I got yeah, this I actually, actually, X out of the sounds. But, anyways, the next, the, the next major news that we have this week um, GTA fans are placing actual bets on the game's location. I think it's a, it's pretty safe to say that the game is going to be taking place in Miami, but people still think it's going back to Los Angeles, people think it's going to Miami. New York, London, Rio de Janeiro, Boston, Detroit, Las Vegas, Seattle, Paris, Tokyo, and Bay. Oh, and Bovada. I, I think know. people I are fucking. I think people are fucking stupid, and it's pretty much been fucking. It's gonna be Vice City. I'm calling Vice City, and if it's not Vice City, um, I'll do nothing because I don't give a fuck. But well, I, I guarantee well, you, I, I guarantee you it's gonna be fucking Vice City, and everybody, everybody that's saying all those other cities are fucking stupid. So yeah, and then and then and then again, guys. While I, while I'm talking about GTA, make sure you come check me out. As uh, my wife and I are the Weasel News anchors for Diamond Rock RP. There you go. You know we have live broadcast on Weasel News. I'm Clean Sanchez. She's Eliza Sanchez. Yeah, and it's clean, not dirty. I'm the clean one. <laughs> and honestly, my brother, who I just found out his gamer tag is Dirty Sanchez. It it just works out. That um, does work out. I like so, that. And the final major news of this week, Modern Warfare 2 has officially been confirmed. It's coming back. It looks like it's going to be a doozy. Well, Ghost is going to be here. And the funny thing about that is that Ghost was supposed to be in Modern Warfare as a as a character that you buy, you know, for Warzone and shit. They made the model for it. A couple people hacked the, hacked the game, was able to get the model of Soap. So we knew, we already know what Soap is going to look like in the next game. Um, on top of that, yeah, on top of that, we're probably going to get some of the same games, a couple new ones. We're going to have a new story. And, but the question is, are we, are, are us grown men going to have to cry about the death of Simon Ghost Riley after General Shepard kills him since he was mentioned at the end of the first game? So are we going to see a repeat of this? Are we going to see no Russian again? 
you know, there's a there's a lot of questions. I don't think we're gonna see no Russian again, but you know. Did you did you say dead Russians? No Russians. Dead there was Russians. Pl- listen, there were plenty of dead Russians in the, in that level too. So did you say dead Russians? I, I heard, all I heard all I heard there was dead Russians. I, I like I, I whatever that game is. Fucking sign me up. I'll buy it. Have you not played Modern Warfare Two before? The story. No. No. Oh, it's oh, the most controversial thing oh, of all the two thousands. You know, uh, you know what we're going to have to do, Jay? Like, this is what we're going to do, Jay, this week. We're going to do a watch party, okay? Like, we're going to watch Modern Warfare 1. We're going to watch Modern watch? Warfare 2. What, what, what do you mean, watch? What do you mean? We're going to watch the game. We're going to watch the game. What do you mean? Okay. okay wh- we're going to watch it like a movie. I'm going to go the on YouTube. Cut, what, the fucking cutscenes? No, we're going to watch the cutscenes. We're going to watch the asshole play the game. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, mean, I swear I, to I God. Get... I swear to God. I, I'll, I'll do. It. I will do it for you. I will do it you for need, you, you. And need, I'll do you it. You need to understand what happened in this in in this story because Modern Warfare one, two, and it. three. I mean, the third one, the story was fantastic because it ends with God. a man hanging and and, a, and another one with a cigar okay. in his mouth. So okay, okay. For you, this once I'll do. I'll do it. Did John? Don't waste my time. John, there's a whole I, lore to this that you need to understand why this oh game is coming God. out. <laughs> oh, we got you covered. We got you covered. <laughs> there's a whole lore. Well, guys. Okay. All thank, right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for hanging around for Jay Sermons, uh, Brandon and Kenny, Ken Dog, Brandon Wayner. Guys, thank you so much for coming. Where can we find you at? So currently, we are only on Spotify. We're not exclusive. We will be expanding in the future, but. We're only on episode five, <laughs> so we're figuring this thing out. Um, but find us on Spotify under you, me, and Lore. It is under explicit because of some of the shit we go into. So make sure you have that filter turned on or else we will not pop up. Found that out the hard way. Thanks, Mom. Um, oh, shit. I'm going to have to check that out, too, I, I, actually. I can, appreciate, I can appreciate you guys recognizing like that you're not for general audiences, right? Like that's, We that's are not. That's a um, thing. Mm-mm. Zero. It's just easier rather than marking each episode and like going through it one by one. It's just easier to mark the whole page is explicit because you never know what goofy shit we're going to say. So it's just way easier that way. But yeah, please find us on Spotify. That's where you can listen to the messages. We also post on what we got. We got Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Instagram, TikTok is coming. I'm waiting to get some software and then we'll, we're going to go live on YouTube soon. So we'll have the, the actual episodes on youtube as well as double checking what the guidelines tell us what we can and can't yeah. say but that'll we're, we're slowly rolling everything out just because we're, we're figuring you that guys out get it we're too many yeah. yeah it was just uh, spotify has the easiest user terms i've ever seen it's literally bullet pointed but we fucked up a couple of them so we had to edit it but <laughs> it's first, ten minutes. first 10 minutes we broke two rules two rules so we had to go back and edit it but um yeah, no. So come hang out with us. Literally, we are not just two dudes le- reading lore. I want to make that the that's the big oh, difference. That in was our podcast. That was definitely what I was saying earlier. Like you, you guys are. It's not just you guys being some boring assholes. Like I'm legit. I legitimately like listen because it, it's your it's your banter. It, it's how you guys interact back and forth. Like that's that's definitely like what makes it work. Because otherwise, it would be like I don't give a fuck about Halo, dude. Yep. Like. I played I played Halo like on this fucking on this fucking like brick right here. Okay, like that's the only thing I did and like I know nothing about it. Like 
you guys make it interesting enough that like I kind of give a shit when you talk about it. Like, nope, 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 nope. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, do he it. doesn't like us. For real, no that's a complete one eighty right at the head. Oh, you won't no. do it. Oh hell no. Oh no. You stay in there, motherfucker. <laughs> you guys want to see what just happened? Back to oh, yes. the Careful, John. You're live. Where Wait, what happened? You what happened? See what? what All I see is the DD2414. What's happening? There it is. You see it? <laughs> I see out your window. Like, what are, you, what are, we, what are we looking at? What you happened? see that thing moving? What moving? Are you scared oh, of bug? Are you scared of insects? Insect? That's a fucking wasp. Oh man, yeah. Oh. Don't so come me, south. So, no, so look at this. There's a hole. South. There's a hole That's... in my screen, right? A small, a small, dainty little hole, and it found it, and it went right through it. Oh my God, John, are you scared? Dude, it's a wasp, dude. Like I thought, I thought there was a shootout going on outside. Yeah, I thought there was an escaped convict. Like I thought there was all sort. I ran fourteen different scenarios through my head. Not one of them included a wasp. One had a dude wearing antenna on his head. I'll say that, but none of them included a wasp. You know, John, I'm, I got your back, yo. I see what a wasp bite to the lip does. It's, it's dangerous. Dangerous. Holy oh shit. Oh my god. Right, John, are you are are, are we are, are you good? Are you good? I think he's dead. The wasp found him. Are you gonna rebuild? <laughs> are you gonna financial recover from this? <laughs> our next, our next, Ladies our and next, gentlemen. Our next episode, John just has like a little card. A little card just says we will rebuild. You know, like wasp. Next episode, you're wasp gonna see a fucking like <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much. That what, what a fucked up way to end the show right now. But thank you so much for coming to the show. We'll see you guys next week. You, me, and Lord, thank you for coming. Thank you. Guys. This, this was a blasty blast. We'll see you guys next week. It was fun, week. man.